Welcome to the Wii Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your hosts today. Alongside me, I've got uh, Daniel Double Brows. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be your nickname. Uh, for all those who don't know, Daniel's eyebrows have a, uh, a character of their own, I would say. What I always say is that I have a big eyebrows, but I have a bigger heart. I, I believe that, that's, too. That's my motto. I believe that, too. Yeah. Uh, we are missing Anthony today, as you all remember. We talked about it last time. Anthony is in Panama. Panama. Uh, or he's, as he's widely known as the gentleman who was in from the deleted scenes of The Godfather, as I, as I like <laughs> sure. to refer to him as. That's going to be his nickname for right now. Uh, but uh, as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be a part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, again, corrections. I don't know why we say it. You won't find any issues here. None. We're perfect. None. Uh, you can head on over to thisTimeWith.com slash talk. That's T-A-L-K, not T-O-K. No. Not... Uh, how, how else do, can you spell talk? Uh, talk, you could spell uh, T-O-K. Did you say that already? I did. That's literally what I just said. Yeah. Okay. I, clearly, or, we're off to a great start <laughs> or here. Or T-O-K-H. Right, I no. Was, I did that so somebody could actually write into this time with .com slash talk to correct me. But, oh. See? I'm always thinking ahead. But which talk, though? Two steps forward, five one steps, steps back. One steps back. That's how I do it. All right. Well, this week, <laughs> our topic is going to be about, you know, our personal journeys into filmmaking. We're going to yeah. talk about how we... Got into this. Why we're doing this. Why we're doing this. Why you're listening to us. All that jazz. But uh, before we get started, we've got some uh, great stuff up on our on our website as well for thistimewith.com. Uh, sorry, what I mean really is youtube.com slash thistimewith. Both will get you there. I promise. So you could go to thistimewith.com or you could go to youtube.com slash thistimewith. Both will bring you to the YouTube page. And both are spelt their traditional ways. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing those today, Shay? How are you? How, you know what? I'm having a I'm having a day, man. Someone uh, someone took my backpack today. Ish. Uh, that, <laughs> oh, what's, uh, hey, buzzy. Just had a, my soundboard. And Ooh. you know what? The worst part is this morning I got a parking ticket too. It's oh, just man. like a weird weird day for and me. you saved the worst for last clearly being yes. here for the show being here for the show but like the thing is like not having my laptop on me right now because it's in my backpack and hopefully it turns up yeah of course uh is, is an inconvenience because i'm having to use my phone right now yeah for all my it'll turn up. but I'm you know sure, what it'll, sure turn it'll turn up let's send some good vibes let's out there stick with the positivity i i am stay positive Shay. <laughs> i am okay okay what about you man how are you doing today day's going good honestly man we're going to be talking about avengers a lot in this episode i know i don't think so but i just want everybody out there to know that i got the best birthday gift of my life this uh-huh. week mm-hmm. so what i had my birthday on happy april 3rd. birthday by the thank way thank you thank you i had my birthday on april 3rd what cineplex did is on late night april 1st as the biggest joke to us all they put the avengers tickets on sale and we're definitely gonna talk about this experience yes and i just want to say thank you to them because on april 3rd i was able to wake up refreshed like a new person i actually felt younger it took you one extra day i it, i i slept all of april 2nd <laughs> i was gonna as say. everybody was going crazy getting their tickets again as we'll go into yes i woke up feeling a new 10 man. years younger you do look i was gonna say you do look a lot better right i look now. good right you i look, I look really i'm good. like oh my you've I look lost like a weight new I, like, I, unfortunately today we can't record the episode again because i am using my phone right um to record the video of it but if you could see daniel right now you wouldn't actually recognize him you, you think wouldn't. we've replaced him with his dad yeah <laughs> my eyebrows are even thicker this week somehow it's, it's actually been able to that's grow. why i called you daniel double brows you know they, they've been able to thrive this week so i yeah. just want to say thank they you look, to them. they look refreshed thank you Thank yeah, you. you've been watering your eyebrows, I can oh, tell. Yeah. 
Miracle Grow. <laughs> but uh, well, let, let's get into our mailbag here, and we've got a lot of great, uh, got a lot of we great questions. Week, definitely, we've been getting a lot of fantastic questions. So thank you, for thank that. you to everyone for sending them in. Yes, uh, we've got one here from Maddie. It's a, it's a throwback question. What was your favorite movie as a child? Daniel, let me throw this one out to you. So right I know now. we've been having variations of this question uh, being sent to us again at this time with dot com slash talk. What was uh, that again? This time with dot com forward slash talk. Um, we've been getting a lot of variations of this question, and honestly, going back to uh, being a product of the nineties, mm-hmm. being born into that generation, that was Disney's renaissance. One hundred percent. You know, this is when Pixar was getting into gear. This is when Disney two D animation was firing on all cylinders. One hundred percent. It's it's Lion King for me. You know, like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save Toy Story because I spoke about that in another episode. Mm-hmm. But Lion King was that movie that, to this day, like. I, I, I still hear the commercials from the VHS tape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even when I watch it on the Blu-ray, like I still hear like I still hear that coming to coming soon to home video. <laughs> exactly. Like you still hear that. So like just to goes to show how much I watched that movie and the Timon and Pumbaa TV show oh, and the, a lot of that. the game that came with my Nesquik when I bought it. Like yep. that computer game I used to play it all the time. Yeah. Um it's a funny story. I was at my cousin's house a couple weeks ago and I sent you this picture. I found the CD-ROM game of all yes. those cereal box games. Yep, I'll throw that up on the this time with uh, Instagram accounts if you want to see it. But it just it's just crazy to see all of that nostalgia kind of rush back to you. And Lion King was a huge, huge uh, aspect of that for me. Yeah. How about for you, Shay? Uh, yeah, Lion King definitely, definitely up there for me. Uh, I would say I watched that probably the most. It came out ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Ninety four. Right. So I was about three years old. So I was very young. Um, but it was like the hot film of the time. I, and there was a lot of like plays that were happening and like back, yeah. back home where I, I lived in Abu Dhabi growing up and there was a huge, like, I mean, I'm assuming everywhere there was too for like Disney and the Lion King. Um, I also watched a lot of Schindler's List. Uh, okay. No, I'm just, <laughs> my I'm just, God. I'm just kidding. I uh, did not watch a lot of that at all. Actually, you probably watched it once or I've, twice I've, in my I've, life. I've I watched think. it twice in my life. I watch yeah. it. School related? Watch it once. I didn't even want us to watch it in school. I watched it at home with my parents. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, and then I watched it again when I got it on Blu-ray, <laughs> which was like five or six years ago when they had the anniversary one that came out. It's like when I bought The Passion of the Christ on Blu-ray, and, right. I, and I keep thinking to myself, why, why? did I buy this movie <laughs> on am Blu-ray? I watch when this? am I like, oh, man, yeah. a little Passion of the we're, Christ we're, time. <laughs> we're going to get into a little bit more as well, too, later on what we've been watching, but... But uh, uh, when no, I was, but I also watched Aladdin. Sorry to cut you yeah, off of there. Aladdin because yeah. uh, I thought it was a documentary on my people. So <laughs> I, I thought definitely I should watch this. But yeah, Aladdin. Like, I mean, it was. Why did we move to Canada? Mom? It was. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of Disney films. Yeah, I would say Toy Story as well. Yeah. How about I'm going to throw out a challenge to you? Is Don't there any? Challenge. Is there any movies that you watched as a kid that weren't kids' movies but definitely. you still watched and uh, you remember it from growing up? Yes. So Titanic for sure. Yeah, uh, we, we uh, talked about that. Um, my family really had, I really liked the Godfather growing up too. For sure. So for we sure. had the Godfather on 43 VHSs. Is uh, that, is that just for the first movie? That's actually think, just right? for the, that's what the credits, that's, the opening oh credits. Oh my God. Uh, so we definitely watched a lot of that. Okay. Um, there's probably a lot of like, I, I, the thing is like my family didn't, I guess growing up foreign or <laughs> are you growing up foreign? Is that, is that a sitcom coming to I don't know. Growing NBC up foreign, we're gonna write this one. Um, but just From growing up, like my, my parents didn't know like 
what rated R was or like right. just to them it was just a movie like they're like oh yeah just watch it yeah. and then as you're watching like what how the bad hell? could it be what the hell is this you're watching yeah. so <laughs> what is this smut yeah any any like I remember I watched Spawn when I was a kid oh my goodness and okay. that movie is dark like right. that is an intense film uh, but there wasn't a single movie that I wasn't allowed to watch as a child like right. I, I grew up watching more adult films yeah than and, and I know we've you like films. before the podcast obviously I've known that about you even watching like comedies and stuff like that yeah where there's a lot of more those teen comedies that you would you watch yeah I watched American up, right? Pie a lot yeah that's up. exactly it that's where I was going at um <laughs> sorry thanks I, for getting I, me thanks for getting I, me there. I wanted to get you there yeah um like I, obviously we'll talk about this more and what we were watching but uh I watched Castaway last night and that Crazy. movie came out in 2000 2000 exactly. and I saw that movie in theaters when I was seven that's a that's a tough film to watch as a and kid. I remember I, that's the first time that I remember like leaving a theater and like just kind of having a conversation about what the ending meant you know what I mean like mm. and I remember like to this with day, the every box time I, you mean with the box like what could have been in the box not like seven <laughs> <laughs> but like just like and then just Tom Hanks being at that crossroads yeah of his life you know what I mean and just kind of like where does he go from here? Yeah. And like every time I watch a movie that my dad always brings that up with like, what, like, like, what do you think was in there? What, like what was in there? That box saved his life, gave him hope. And then he was at the crossroads at the end. Right. And like, I always think about that. And I think, wow, I was really young to watch that. Yeah. Cause there's some, there's some like dark moments of that movie. Right? There's a lot. Like, even if you think about Titanic, like watching yeah. that as a kid, like there's a nudity. Oh yeah. Uh, there is some language, and just overall, the themes of the film are very intense. Just, like when you just when facing, you get to the ending, facing right? Death too, you know. Yeah, and, like, and it gets very real. Like when you think about like the 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 steward office that shoots himself in the head when you know. Yeah. They find that they're not left lifeboats, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, like it's just like images like that that like stick with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just that the very like both Titanic and Castaway, just very imagery like is is just very huge. specific it's huge yeah yeah, yeah. But, i mean speaking of kids movies speaking right? of kids movies yeah <laughs> also love tarzan that was the first movie oh, i saw yeah. twice in theaters really tarzan yeah. eh? is that insane soundtrack man and phil collins you know phil collins i was great i mean yeah definitely yeah i i guess again for me that was the end that was started the end of the disney renaissance though Yes, that was like the that ending. was when like the, everything was changing. You had movies like Tarzan, Hercules coming out, yeah. Mulan. Uh, they were like going in towards. You're getting closer and closer to like. Yeah, I think Tarzan was 1999. So literally, as and, soon as yeah, and Mulan was 98, I believe. Yeah, so they were very close. They were that getting time. very close to the end. Um, and then Pixar, of course, was just firing on all cylinders at that point, having mm-hmm. you know Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Finding Nemo, and Monsters Inc. were coming out. So yeah. like, you they were just. You knew things were the tide was changing. The tide was changing, yeah. But great question, Maddie. Thank you so Thank much you, for writing for, for that, that question. Great question. Um, Let's move on to the second question. Yeah. There, it's a two parter. Two parter from our friend Victor. Our friend Victor, the show. Uh, I guess I, I don't know Victor. Do you know Victor? I do know Victor. Oh. I went to high school with Victor. Ah, yeah. So friend of oui, oui. me, who's all meaning he's a friend of the show. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. He's a friend of all of us. He's now. a friend of all of ours now. Uh, so we have favorite twist movies. And favorite guilty pleasure movies. Uh, mm. Sneaking two questions in there, guilty Victor. Pleasure. We see, we see. Which one do you want to start with? I'm gonna start off with favorite twists. Okay. Uh, and I think it's pretty obvious here if my favorite twist movies are like yes. I, I, I've I've mentioned a bunch of them to you. Uh, my favorite one of all time yes. is, is Seven. Okay. Seven. Just love that. And I mean, no spoilers. Here. I said okay, like. I, I, no, I, I know love, you, I love you said seven. okay like okay interesting okay. choice yeah yeah seven not many people know not that movie eight. okay <laughs> not eight <laughs> but uh I love seven I think it's such a great movie and the ending of that film just really 
shocks you. I mean, again, it's another great kids it, movie, by the way. You watched it young because that came out ninety seven as well, right? Right, ninety seven or ninety six, something, something like that. There. And it is just, I was six years old, so I was like, "Mom, what was in the box? <laughs> what they, <laughs> was that? Like, was what was in it? <laughs> Nothing, sweetie. It's just, uh, he just nineteen ninety five. It came out ninety five. Wow, yes, I was four years old, so I definitely right. watched. I didn't watch at four, but I hopefully not, man. <laughs> I watched it was a lot it a later. Present, so wait. <laughs> What were all those sins, and why was that girl dead? Mom, tell me about the seven deadly sins. So he had a knife for a penis. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, Anyways, but I remember um, when Saw came out, the first Saw film. Yeah, and it was sorry. In my head, we were still talking about kids' movies. I'm like, wait, where are we going right now? It's also a child's film. Yeah, go on. Uh, Sorry. When what year did Saw come out? 2004, 2003, around there, right? Around there. And I'll check so nobody writes. You can you can correct us, and I remember I had friends over for a birthday party. You, Daniel, you know this about me. Yeah, you know this about me. Where yeah, I have very odd Jay choices. Chooses the Jay actually tortures the victims of his his birthday parties. My birthday parties as a child yeah. were not like oh we're gonna watch Spider Man. No, hey guys, have you seen Crash? Yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever watched The Departed? <laughs> What do you hey, mean you haven't seen? No, I'd be down for the part. I'm the down part for it if, too. If we knew each other then. If we knew each other then. But like, you know, when I'm like 10, 11, 13 years yeah. old, my friends want to watch the Digimon movie. They don't oh, want to watch Crash. Crash. But uh, yeah, we, uh, so I remember we, we watched <laughs> Saw and everyone was like, oh, it's a horror movie. So yeah. that's going to be crazy. You're that, you're like 13 years old at that time, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I was 13 years old yeah, in 2004. Yeah. So we put on Saw and I remember as soon as it finished, I put it on right again because I was blown away by that ending. I was like, oh, my God. What do you mean? The guy was alive the whole time? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And, like, everyone everyone always says, yeah, favorite twist movies. And they go right to, like, the um, like the, the Shyamalan. The, the Sixth Sense, right? right? And, I mean, Shyamalan, I mean, I love Unbreakable. I think that's a great twist ending, yeah. too. Um, you look at Split. Tied to Unbreakable, fantastic. Right. Even I think Nolan does a great job of twist endings too. I just, yeah, just I think the way he tells his stories yeah. is just like oh wow, his that... twists are almost like organic. Yeah, because it's it's just mostly through the editing of how he's like laying out his story. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, like the Prestige, you, right? Like the Prestige, probably one of my favorite twists. So yeah, what's my... your what's your favorite, your favorite twist? Uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. No, I'm kidding. What? Uh, <laughs> like, where's the you twist? You know that scene where they're all dancing? They're doing the twist, right? Or in Pulp Fiction as well, too. They're doing the twist as well, too, mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I was going to say The Prestige. Yeah. Uh, just because The Prestige, like, the, the Ill- Illusionists came out that year. Yes, with Edward And The Norton? Prestige. And, like, they're very, visually, they look similar. And I remember when I watched The Prestige, I remember renting it at Blockbuster. I didn't see it in theaters at no, that no, point. No, no, I, yeah, I, saw, I, was, I, I was a blockbuster rental for that. Yeah, too. you know, so I rented, I rented the Prestige, and this. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I'm not going to spoil anything, obviously, but I will, I will just say how incredible the movie's world is in terms of just making you believe magic is real, and then just kind of setting things up that is just it, it blows you away. And even to this day, every time I watch it. The ending still gets me. Like it still, it still hits yes. me. Like wow, this is amazing. And the thing is, you, you can break down that el- ending so much. You can be like, okay, no, but like, what about this? What about that? And I mean, it, yeah, Nolan does a fantastic job yeah. of of giving the most subtle twist possible. I guess you could say for sure. And it yeah. just when you look at the cast of that movie too, you have Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Andy Serkis. Yeah. Uh, 
so many people. There's so a, so many people. There's another movie that I want to throw out there for favorite twist because I love watching this movie with people and just and it's not just that the movie has a great twist because the twist comes so late into the movie like most twists do but the twist also sets up this moral question and the movie they want to throw out there is gone baby gone yeah okay right yeah oh definitely oh definitely yeah yeah ben affleck's first directed film the twist ending in that one i mean i won't really spoil it here but it, it sets up this moral question that casey affleck is down this road now of like do i go with what's right or do I go with what's wrong but is better for somebody else? And it's right. just this great – and I, and I love when watching this movie with people because I love asking them, like, what, what would, would you, you have do? done? Yeah, yeah, 100%. What, what would you what would you? What would I have done? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I have to spoil it. Uh, to be honest, I would have left the child. Really? Eh? I would have left the child with uh, with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it's tough. Honestly, like, I, I, I feel like I, I agree with you. Because – and then – because what happens in the next few minutes – it's almost like ambiguous again, where it's like Amy Ryan's character, like, is kind of like back to her old ways in a way. Right. Like, obviously, she's not, she's not cleaned up. But she's, she's not cleaned up, but a little better, maybe. Little but also better. that that question that Casey Affleck throws out that I don't want in twenty years yes. or however long Whatever it is, it is yeah. somebody coming up to be saying, "Why didn't you return well, me to yeah, my mother?" Where she says, "Yeah, like, why didn't you give me my mother back?" Yeah. And it's kind of like there's so many movies that do this where they talk about you know. Um, kids getting kidnapped and then ending up in situations like this. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, it's just better for the kid. It's almost like forced adoption or like forced child services. Yeah. And obviously that kid's probably going to have some psychological. Mm -hmm. No matter what, right? Issues growing up, going because obviously you have a memory of your mom and stuff like yeah. that, right? So we could we could go and we, we could have a whole episode forever on about this. this. But yeah, that's also one yeah. I could throw out there too. Yeah. Now, second part of that question was favorite guilty pleasures. Ooh, Ooh guilty. Ooh. I'm under arrest. I hope you feel weird hearing this with headphones I, on. I feel very Jeff Goldblum right now <laughs> when I'm doing this. Like, mm, oh, oh yes. yes, oh yes. Um, let's answer this question. You're yes. doing more Christopher Walken, I think, though. Uh, Two little mice <laughs> fell into a bucket of <laughs> But uh, Daniel, what would you say are some of your or favorite guilty pleasure films? Uh, right off the bat. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get quick. right into it. Okay. Yeah, you didn't um, stop. The movie SWAT yes. with Colin Farrell. And Samuel L. Jackson. And Samuel Jackson. Hello, Cool J. And Jeremy Renner. Michelle, and Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I love that movie. I don't know yeah. why I love that movie so much. Great movie. Uh, I just adore that movie. And anytime I see it on TV or I own it, sometimes I'll just be like, you know what I feel like watching? SWAT. SWAT. And I'll put it on. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today yeah, on This, this Time With. <laughs> uh, I adore that movie. Okay. I also, similar time period, which is interesting. I love the early movies in the Fast and the Furious franchise. That early 2000s, like up till probably, probably 2005, was a very interesting time yeah, for just because Most of all those movies are just guilty pleasures. Yeah, and it's just like very visual... Like, you could tell right away what ear movie's coming from. It's yeah. just the phones they're using, the music they're <laughs> listening to, the neon cars, the NOS. Like, I love that. Yeah. And it just it just reminds me so much of, like, elementary school and watching those movies and things like that. And yeah. just seeing how everything started. And obviously now, like, the Fast and the Furious, Furious movies have taken on their own their their own reality right now. Oh, they've For gone. better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just love where that series started and like kind of one, two, and especially like Tokyo Drift as well, too. It's just, they're such movies of their time. And I know I just get a kick off of that. And I think what made those movies so great was they they took themselves seriously. Like, like, you know what I mean? The like, most ridiculous they, situations, seriously. They, they yeah. believed that what they were doing, like now the movies have embraced 
their silliness, which which is what I'm not a big fan of. Right. Because now they're like trying to one up themselves, whereas in the first original Fast and Furious, yeah, they're like, like, no, 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 this is all possible. Yeah, but we also can like, do this. It never got bigger than like a race. It never. You know got what I mean? Or like they people were never coming spies. after them. You know what I mean? Now they're superheroes, pretty much. You know, especially with the new one with. Idris Elba basically getting injected with being a super soldier in it, what it looks like. Right? I mean, sure, right? Why you know, not? Why, not? why you know, not? But you know what? The Rock's there. He's having a good time. Sure. Fine. We'll see what comes. Yeah. We'll see what, we'll comes. See what comes. We'll see. How about you, Shay? What some of your guilty pleasures? <sighs> Man, I have a, I have a really big uh, infatuation with okay. disaster films. Oh, for sure. I love Roland disaster. Emmerich. Roland Emmerich. Uh, I love the Independence Days. I love well not Independence Day sorry because I realize there's two. I was we only about the we sequel. only talk about the first. Well, we one only on this talk podcast. about the OG, the Will Smith, the you know the Bill Pullman with the epic speech. Yeah. Welcome uh, to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Your you famous know. monologue made famous by you. Made famous by me in so, your audition. Uh, little uh, little side note here. Uh, I remember in high school, grade nine, I had to audition for school play, and I guess this is gonna go into our how we got into this world. Yeah. Um, but I I remember I used the monologue of when Will Smith is dragging the out of the thing and he's just like you know i have to like go to a barbecue today and he's just like losing his mind uh so yeah big uh big uh big uh, big big will big willy big willy style <laughs> big willy style what a time what a time the 90s were for will smith though right? i know right it's just crazy I, I i feel like as much as will smith is like loved now still yes. like i don't think he's ever reached that peak you know finishing the first he's kind of doing his own thing now yeah it's just like he's he's making his own brand yeah i'm hoping that like he looks like he's having fun yes. in Aladdin, so I'm hoping that he brings that still that him. sass and that attitude back in Bad Boys still uh, three love being him. shot right now. So is it is it called Bad Boys Forever? Bad Boys for Life. I feel like that should have been the fourth name, for the right? Fourth, but anyways, that's we'll get into that another day. Yeah. But um, I loved. I also loved Day After Tomorrow again. Another oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But people really hate that film. But you know what? Who knows? Who cares? You know, um, my uh, I don't know if I told you this, but no, tell my me. my dad actually worked with uh, you know the. The guy in the movie who's trying to convince everybody to leave the library, the the police officer. Yeah, the police officer. Yeah, but actually worked with that Dude, guy. I'm telling you, we have an extra mic today. Get your dad in the I, show. He should right be now. on. He should tell. He all can all be stories. Anthony. He can be yeah. Anthony. This should just be the dad. Every time Anthony leaves to Panama, yeah, we should we'll, just we'll uh, sub in my dad. Just sub in your dad. Uh, but yeah, my dad worked with that guy. Oh wow! And like they, everybody at work used to make fun of him for getting everybody killed in that movie because oh, he wow. let he led them away from he the did. library. He definitely did kill a lot of yeah. people. Um, I've got a bunch of other movies on this list here. We don't have to go too deep into them, but I, like I, I'm throwing out the bedazzled beer fest. Love the Broken Lizard yep. Gang. Um, I remember my mom and I used to watch Bringing Down the House a lot. Which, oh uh, my god! Okay, um, uh, Queen Latifah and uh, Steve Martin. Yes, and Eugene Levy. Yeah, I don't, uh, inspiration I, for my eyebrows, by the way, Eugene Levy. You know what? I I see it now. You see Why it did now? you say that when we were asked a question about uh, who would you have playing you in a movie? Like if you wanted to play an old Daniel, because an older Daniel, an for older sure. Daniel, old Daniel for sure. Yeah, that's, Eugene Levy could work him. too. Yeah, he's got the eyebrows. He's for got me. the eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love. I love <laughs> iRobot. Yeah. Again, Will Smith coming to like doing his thing. You coming know? to do his Johnny English. Good sure. old, good old uh, Rowan Atkinson. Yep. Zazu, as uh, we all know him. Zazu. Zazu. <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever say his own name in his <laughs> he, voice? <laughs> he actually doesn't say his own name. So I don't know who I was referencing there. Or you. <laughs> uh, we're just saying it. Zaru, Nala, Simba. Excuse me, son. Get off. Oh, man. Okay, we I can can't wait for Lion We could do this forever. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I also want to thank the fans because last week's podcast. Our I fans? S- 
Our fans. Oh, yeah. okay. Our fans. Yeah. Yes. Whose fans am I thinking? Though? I don't know. Lion King fans? I also want to... Uh, hopefully, they're also our fans, too. I think so. Um, I do want to thank our fans for putting up with my sneezing and sniffling. I, I listen to the podcast after, and I'm like, I hate me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just I like, hope <laughs> this sickness takes him. <laughs> I'm all better now. Good. Yeah, no, it's good. You can tell because I'm more annoying today. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot better. But uh, let's get into the news. And as yeah. Anthony does it best... do 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 Wait, how was it? Doo, 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 doo. I think I think you got it right. Okay, yeah, get it a couple more toots in there. Yeah, want to try one more time? Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so let's go to news. Okay. Uh, THX large format cinema will take on IMAX later this year. This comes from Steve Dent from Engadget. Engadget, obviously, electronic space website, but they do a lot of. Um, you know, movies in here and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and I mean, too. like, when you're looking at the film world and technology world, they're very, they, they're closer they, than ever now, right? They're side by side. So, THX is going to be debuting its premium large format brand called THX Ultimates in a this spring or summer. It's been announced. And this story also was suggested to us by Shane from the Slice Podcast. Yes, thank so you, Shane. Thank for you, that. Shane, for that. Uh, it features a dual laser 4K Barco projector and a THX certified 7.1 immersive surround sound. Uh, it'll take on the likes of IMAX and Dolby in. So Dolby Cinemas, I think we only have in the States. Right, yeah, we don't have those here. No, we don't not have those yet, here. Not yet, And it's going to debut with 1,400 seat at the Regency Westwood Village Theater in L.A., uh, which has hosted numerous red carpet premieres. Dylan, what are your thoughts on this? It's interesting to try to see another kind of big player enter the game. And when I say big player, I mean every, people know the THX sound regardless if they know it by the name THX or not. Right. It's the loudest sound at the beginning of a movie, right? Yes. Um, I just it's just interesting that they're coming into this it's just because when when you're thinking of the movie theater experience you have such big players in there already and yeah THX is up there but is there really room for another experience like this you know uh, you, especially it, where theaters are currently right now in 2019 it's very it's very interesting because um I feel like we don't see too much of THX nowadays you don't. I, like, yeah, and like I'm trying to think. Like, where... I can't. Like, I remember 90s, 2000s. It was big. Yeah. And now I cannot think. Of, like, when I see a film with the THX logo in the beginning, I'm like, oh, whoa. Oh, wow. It's almost like, whoa, what this happened to this? This is a period piece? What happened to this movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, did they have to they have to go to THX for this? <laughs> so it's, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously, like, I think George Lucas has his hands in Yeah, definitely. He THX, was one of the. Right? Like, yeah. when, when it's crazy when you look back at, like, the early days of pretty much anything big in the film world. Right. George Lucas was involved in it somehow. When you look at Pixar and like ILM and like everything, like he's he's had his fingers. He's a pioneer. He's he's been. I was gonna actually say he's has that fingers in that pie, and then you said pioneer. I'm like, that's better. Fingers in the pie. He's had that fingers in that. Send pie. it into thistimeworld.com slash yeah. talk if you've ever heard of that uh, common phrase before. Yeah. I guess. But Anthony actually from Panama actually Pan- Panama. Uh, he actually uh, responded to the story. Uh, yeah, with so we have we have thoughts. we have him here yeah. on Skype. Hi guys, I'm Anthony. Hi, I'm nice and tanned. Uh, <laughs> He's never uh, sounded like so that. Anthony had some quick thoughts that he actually marked up in the document itself. Yeah. Uh, so he wrote that THX is not what it used to be, which is true, as we just said. Yep. Uh, they're not Disney. They're using third-party technology, which is also a huge factor. Of 4K this, right? Barco pro- and what's interesting is Barco projectors. Like we've we had Barco here in Canada, uh, projectors being used at uh, I believe it was Scotiabank. It was Scotiabank Theater had them, and they got rid of it. And they did, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I think it was young. Maybe Young and Dundas Cineplex had it. Sorry, Young and Dundas. Right. Young. It, yeah. I think Young and Dundas had it. They got rid of it. They replaced it with ScreenX. ScreenX, which is now exclusively at the Queensway Cineplex. 
complex, which is an Etobicoke. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that so that's interesting. And I know Barco is still very popular. When I went to Dubai, they still had Barco yeah, theaters. Yeah, it's a really cool experience. States, they still have it too. We never got to watch a full movie in Barco, but we no. saw the, that, the trippy sequence from Doctor Strange at yes, Disneyland in did, it. And it was did. really cool to see that. Yeah. Um, but I'll say like Screen X looked really cool though. Like mm-hmm. this is separate obviously from right. THX, but um, Anthony also wanted to point out that IMAX – is its own format when it comes to filming. Also, and their cameras. Canadian, hundred percent. Oh, Canada. Oh, like I mean, we stand IMAX for the. the f- <laughs> that was added in this year. I yeah. remember that. The fact that the whole like like the biggest film coming out right now is Avengers Endgame, without a doubt. Shot one hundred percent in IMAX format. Entirely in IMAX format. So that just shows who someone is backing. Now I'm gonna throw out a weird anecdote here. Um, Weird anecdote. That's usually something that I do. I know. I'm turning into you. My eyebrows are getting thicker with a second. Um, so, porn. Okay, go on. Yes. Porn, the porn industry, whenever they have backed something. Right. So, whether it was Blu-ray or DVD or VHS, that is a format that always wins. This is kind of like the same thing where right now the big Hollywood films are backing IMAX. They will continue to just pump out IMAX okay. now. Now, do you know of any porn pornographic films right now shot in IMAX? I've never seen porn in my life. Okay. Because um, my girlfriend listens to the podcast. Okay. So I've never seen porn. <laughs> porn, you say. Uh, but uh, I don't I, – I've never seen porn in theaters, so I couldn't say I've seen an right. IMAX version of but it. But it's, 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 it's obviously not here in Canada, but in – Outside North America, that is something that happens as well, too. Right? And this is the thing. Right. Like, whenever, probably happens here, too. Just, probably happens here, too. But and not in the main theater chain. What my main mean. point was really that, like, when a certain big enough branding... Back something. Back something, yeah. that's really it. Like, you're you're going to get the full support of everybody on that. Right. Yeah, no, it, it's totally true. And, like, just like the article states, it's only in one theater right now. There was an article that kind of popped up. A few months ago that I remember seeing this on Twitter and Jordan Vote Roberts, who's the director of Kong Skull Island, uh, Kong Skull Island and Kings, Kings of Summer, Summer and yep. potentially the future Metal Gear Metal Solid, Solid movie, yep. um, that there's going to be a theater that has, instead of a projection, it's just going to be a giant TV, LCD screen. It's it's interesting times for the movie theaters, honestly. I'm surprised we're not there yet, though. Can I be honest with you there? No, I, I'm I will surprised hope for your honesty. <laughs> I'm surprised that we are not past projectors. It's it's an interesting idea, right? Because like projectors, like obviously they're getting better and better. Yeah. But you would think that there is a like projectors were made because that's how films are being projected. Correct. Like literally film, like the actual that film was negatives yeah. are going through that, right? So it made sense back in the day, but now I feel like with the technology, you're, on like you're probably OEDs losing and... some fidelity as well too. I don't know. Like it's, it's going to be interesting, but obviously like the way it it kind of goes back to the digital versus film argument, right? Like yes. what's going to look better? Like obviously projected movies look awesome. Amazing. They have a, like a realness to them, but right? But we also haven't seen a, a giant TV film, I guess either, right? Like right. we're talking about like whatever the size of like, a imagine how screen is. As amazing as Avengers Endgame and Infinity War looks in IMAX on our IMAX screens and laser. Yeah. Imagine how more vivid that may look in LCD and who knows what's going to happen Orly, too with, yeah, with, uh, with James Cameron He's apparently working on glassless 3D, right? Right for the next Avengers movie. So Avatar. who? who oh, uh, Avatar. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, the other A movie. Yes. They're all Disney properties now. All day. Oh my god. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen with that? Right. I. You know what? I. I'm always here for more people going to the cinema or the theater. For sure. So whatever can get people into the seats, I'm here for. It. I yeah. just don't want gimmicks. I guess. Right. And I was going to say it's not. It's not for us to like. Uh, 
if if it's going to put bring people to the theaters, like when you look at 3D, 3D was a pretty huge gimmick when it came, when it got popular in 2009 <laughs> with Avatar. It's rough, right? It's rough, and it's just like if it means people going to the theater, you know, like we can't we can't be snobby about it either. No. We can't be like. Uh, don't come to the theater, but also come to the theater, but only watch it in film or watch yeah. a projector, right? And so, Daniel, you and I, we, we frequented LA multiple times. Right. So Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't even trying to like uh, do a humble brag there, but it was more along the lines of that. Oh, yeah, we're familiar I'm, with the LA. I, I, yeah. I've, I've known California. Yeah. It's a state. Yeah. Um, but what I was trying to get to was, sorry, is the fact that I'm sure that when we go back next time, we'll probably see something here. In it, like we'll probably go watch. A oh, movie if it's it. if it's open and ready to go, if it's open let's, and ready we're going to try it out for sure. Why not? Right? Like just like we tried Screen X, we saw Aquaman yeah. in that, and it was a really cool experience. Hundred percent. I'd hundred percent do another movie in that. But it's what's funny when it comes to the gimmicks, though. I never like it on my first viewing. No, never. You know, like, like I, we never we never did Forty X in the first viewing. Or no, we watched X. we watched <laughs> for Endgame. I think it was our fourth. No, Infinity oh, sorry, War. Infinity War was like our fourth viewing. It's like, hey, do you want to try? Our fourth viewing in 4DX. You want to yeah. try that? Like I, I will rarely ever do the same type, uh, unless like I mean, again for Avengers, I'll probably do IMAX twice. Yeah, for and sure. And then from there on, we I'll literally are the opening. We are actually are. Yeah, we'll, which we'll get into in a second <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, but then we'll do uh, probably AVX, and then we'll do 4DX, yeah. and then we'll just watch it uh, cinema like then a we'll watch it with our quality. eyes closed. Yeah, you know, like we just just, just blind, audio blindfold this time. review, blindfold reviews. Yeah. <laughs> check that video Check out on that YouTube. Video if you out, yes. really pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, any, any more thoughts on? Uh... I, here's the thing: like, I'm, I love movie theaters. You love movie theaters. Love them. If this means more people going to the theaters to check things out, if All this means it. improving theaters like to be their best selves possible, sign me up. Sign me up. My hands up in the air right yeah, now. Sign it me actually up. is up in the air. Yeah, sign right me down. up. It's down. <laughs> thank you, and also thank you, Shane, for sending this to us. To, yeah, uh, to that was talk a, about. that was a great uh, topic there. Yeah. Thank you for that, Shane. Uh, let's look into what we've been talking about a little bit today: Avengers Endgame tickets. Oh my God. So, Anthony D'Alessandro, D'Alessandro, probably is a cousin of Anthony uh, d- of ours. Something there's yeah. something relation. There's a relation there for sure. Right from Deadline, he's reporting that Fandango is reporting that Avengers Endgame has notched the best first day U.S. sales record for the online ticket retailer, beating Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and it only took. Six hours in Spanish. That's how many? Cinco. Cinco. Uh, yeah. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, if you're listening to this, please correct us. Please correct us on this time with the. Uh, it's back to the Portuguese. I should know this. Yes. Um, it's crazy that. Okay. I'm so relaxed right now because we have tickets. You you first ha- all, you look you look so much more. I'm getting relaxed. younger by the second. By the I can way. feel it. <laughs> I need to get my. I have to apply for my driver's license. I think tomorrow. so. You got to um, go back to school. It's crazy that. that when you when you think at like of Infinity or Infinity or which when I was looking into this, um, they said that it was like the fourth best selling movie in twenty four hours, right? Infinity War, yeah. Infinity War, yeah. And then Force Awakens was number one, mm-hmm. and now this beat Force Awakens. And you know, do we have Rogue One in there as well? Rogue One was in there as well yeah. too. And like this only took six hours. My and this and take this in as well too. So many ticket websites were down that day. So let's let's talk about what. What happened? We went through. Yeah. So, so let's talk about the day. What let, were we doing? So let's on the Canadian side at least. We yes. got we got pretty lucky because like honestly, Shane and I were playing the division. Uh, division two, yeah. Division two, um, and obviously we've been checking the Cineplex app and website nonstop for right. the last month, right? Anticipating this, I was as you guys heard in the recent recent episodes, I was having panic attacks and nightmares of missing it or Cineplex blocking my IP address for some reason. I was scared something was going to happen. So when we 
I randomly checked while the game was loading something, and I was starting to see tickets pop up for Winnipeg and out west in Canada. And all of a sudden, I checked the Reddits, and people were like, the tickets are up for Canada. And Shay and I literally went into, like... It was like the, the man in the chair mode. You know what I mean? Like, Spider-Man we Homecoming. were just literally just like dialed in, both of us in sync. We're us- literally using the PlayStation chat. I <laughs> yeah. forgot. I was just so I was, used yeah, to having had... in my ear. We just, <laughs> it was just a seamless thing. Like, okay, let's go. I was just like, oh, yeah, he's on, he's on the call with yeah. me right now. And I have my phone and my Mac going side by we side. Were going, we were going crazy. And like, obviously, like, Shay and I were in charge of getting the tickets for our group. We had to get nine tickets. Nine tickets. Um, and that was actually for... 10, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, 10 tickets. Yeah. yeah so we had, we we're getting 10 tickets and the cineplex app wasn't loading the website was not loading sometimes it would i would be able to start checking out stopped me error shay was able to finally get through thankfully oh my god uh and then i bought some more tickets on our end that we had to pick up from some stragglers my god what an experience what an experience i'm and this is all happening literally like at 1203 yeah so they they launched probably at 12 yeah so it was things were just starting to pop even like when the ones out west were popping up Mm -hmm. it was a little bit before midnight a little bit before yeah and the rumor was nothing again nothing was confirmed by disney nothing was told by cineplex they just kept saying hey keep checking the site we can't confirm anything yet and the rumor was hey april 2nd 8 a.m a new trailer is going to drop and the tickets are going to go on sale no, that was not confirmed by anyone. No, that was just the rumors that were going out there, and then literally it happened, and thank God it did because we got we got our tickets for opening night. Boy, what a what an interesting! And yeah. I felt bad because the next morning we woke up and everyone was, was I was in a frenzy because everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah, the website's down," and then we're we're watching. From, it was literally like watching a zombie apocalypse it because was. we were watching the state side, and I guess in the states, and you guys can correct us if we're wrong if you're from the states. They have like queues set up. For yeah, almost like concert buy. tickets. You yeah, know? like when you when you buy concert tickets, you get thrown into a queue saying, "Hey, you're ninetieth in line. It's going to be an hour away." I would have lost my mind if that was a thing. Yeah. And people were actually getting in from waiting in queue for an hour or two, going to buy their tickets, and then the website would crash. Yeah, I would have literally destroyed everything yeah. that I owned. And it's it's crazy that like people were actually the only way, even in Canada, because Cineplex went down the next day. No, the only way people were able to get tickets that day was actually driving to the theater of choice because you couldn't buy for another theater. You had to go to the theater you wanted to watch the movie at and buy the tickets at the cinema that day. And I and I say that they may not sound like a big deal for a lot of people, but for us who we wanted to actually watch this downtown Toronto yes, um, at Scotiabank Theater, which has a really great laser IMAX screen, um, we would actually have to drive there. Luckily, we got tickets for another IMAX laser screening for 6.30 as well, too. Which we won't say where, so you don't come find yeah, us. Yeah, don't come find us, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll probably see anyways. But yeah. uh, that's for you to find out. This is an official scavenger hunt. No, Are don't you, do that. Do you want us killed? I no, just, I just please wanna... don't. Okay. Uh, but no, but it just, it's just crazy that that was what was happening, right? And oh my gosh what a, what a roller coaster I, yeah, I'm so happy we don't have another podcast to go and be like hey we still don't have tickets I, it's, it's it's crazy because we started this podcast in March and it's we're hitting the month period right now we're hitting our, our one month pretty soon I think we're we're past it already March 4th or 8th is when we launched the podcast is it not 5th? We're gonna, I'm gonna look into that well, while well, you keep so talking we're at yeah. the month right now right? um so pretty much since that first podcast till now, you have been stressed. Well, not till now, but like last one, you've been stressing. So we actually started, we had our our two test episodes, yeah. which was February 11th and February right, 18th. Right, right, right. And then our first official start was March 3rd. Yes. So my birthday, April 3rd, was our one month. Right. That, yeah. that, that's what I was referring to. Sorry. Right. Yes. Our official launch. And 
yeah, since then, pretty much you, you've been stressing. So now you're you're a different man. I'm de aging. I'm telling you, I'm just reverting back in time. Yeah. So I I want to give a huge shout out to the Cineplex employees because I mean that must have been a tough day for them. Yeah. People driving, and I bet people were really upset and just just to their social media team as well too. Honestly, yeah. like even for me, like you know when whenever a big movie's coming out, I would send them a private message. I never like. I never like directly mess. Oh, you slide into their DMs. Eh? I slide into the DMs a little bit and be like, "Hey guys, hey friends, hey. it's it's your friendly neighborhood Daniel here. You it's remember me, me from my double brows? You'll, you'll know me from my double big eyebrows and my bigger heart, right?" And um, they're like, "Hey Daniel, welcome back. What can we do for you?" No, they're very nice, um, but they must they they get so much bombardment for tickets and not just that for I like that for, word by the way bombardment bombardment yeah such silly inqu- uh, inquiries from people so like it just shout out to them. Yes, it was going to be frenzy, but there was nothing they could have done to protect themselves no. from it because the biggest leader change in the states got we hit with it as well too. It. We weren't no. ready for it either. So when you see uh, pre-sale records like this happening, it's not a surprise that things were going down. No, right? No. So you know what? Thank you, Cineplex. Thank you, everybody, for we finally got our tickets. So yeah. we're we're, probably, we can probably end the podcast from here because that's the reason why we were it's making great, this. It's crazy to think that we have two podcast episodes left to go before we watch this movie. Oh, my goodness. And Countdown my, begins now. Countdown begins. We're in the endgame, Shay. Yeah. We're in the endgame. Oh, speaking of uh, Avengers Endgame, because we're still talking about it. <laughs> of course we're still talking about it's, it. According to Louisa was talking about, David Pountain, was his, was his name supposed to be Fountain, but then changed to Pountain? No, it was P- Pountain, yeah. Pountain. You got it. Uh, David Pountain uh, from <laughs> We Got Discovered. We have, I think, official confirmation Yeah, now. so there, there was an event last week. Joe Russo was in India yes. for the Avengers kind of press tour that began. Right, shout out to India. Shout out to India. And then... Uh, at the Avengers press conference today in Los Angeles, where all the press and media were there, we got confirmation that uh, this is Stanley's last official cameo in the Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and I mean, if you got a chance to watch Captain Marvel, the opening uh, crawl of that film, beautiful, beautiful. I I literally had goosebumps. Like, Chills. I, I was feeling like emotional at that. I felt like a kid, literally, yeah. just like looking at. it. I was like, wow, this is amazing, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, like when you look back at Stanley cameos, um, Daniel, do you do you have one that really sticks out? To stands you? out, honestly. Like he's he's always cameo, like either being a voice in something. Uh, like shout out to, like he, he's in Spider Man animated series, yeah. everything. Like so, I'm going to stick this more to movies, but I just want to give a special mention to the Spider Man game that just came out by Insomniac. Right, he's such a beautiful, beautiful cameo. Like if you don't if you don't play games. Search Stanley Cameo Spider-Man PS4 yeah. on YouTube and you'll find it. What a beautiful, beautiful cameo by him. Yeah. Um, but movie-wise, honestly, man, like I, there's so many. I love the one in uh, in Thor yes. where he's driving the truck. The truck he's like, yeah. did it work when he's trying to pull the hammer out of the ground? Yeah, yeah. Um, also one in Amazing Spider-Man when he's like the librarian and yeah. like the fight's happening behind him. That yeah. was a really cool Funny moment. Funny one as well, yeah. Uh, how about for you? I'm going to think of more um, while you talk. I mean, if, 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 if we count Spider-Verse... Oh yeah, awesome. He's kind of throughout that movie a little bit. Lo- yeah, and that's the thing. He's throughout that film. Love that one. Uh, yeah, Thor was a great one too. Um, I-, I think the ones that they had in the Iron- even Iron Man one and two with him as Hugh Hefner, quote unquote. Yeah, Hugh and Hefner and Larry uh, King. Larry King, awesome. Just ones. you know, made me laugh, and they were really good. And uh, overall, like he's always had great cameos. I think the only one that I didn't like so much was Incredible Hulk because he quote unquote dies in that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird one. It's for a, sure. it's too grim. But the yeah. one from uh, Civil War with uh, Tony Stank. Tony Stank is a great one. Great yeah. one as well. And then you see him in, in Guardians as well too, where yes. he's like reporting to the Watchers, where kind of like pokes fun of him being like 
in all the having all these yeah. cameos trying to make cameos? sense of it. Yeah. Um, I'm really honestly, I'm I'm really curious to see what they do in um, Endgame with him because his scene was reshot a little bit in Captain Marvel. Uh, so like he was always going to like he was going to be reading like the Mallrats script, but right. um, I think I was reading somewhere that there was a little change they had to make. So uh, uh, Brie Larson's character of Captain Marvel just kind of looks at him and gives him a smile. Yeah, um, which was a really sweet moment too in that movie. Yeah, um, yeah, he's going to be missed, man. Honestly, like those moments were like such fun little for as fun and ser- and as serious sometimes as the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. Those cameos were always something that we love to. We always look forward to them. You always, forward to you them, always right? look forward to them. It's yeah. true. But yeah. Um, moving on, we we're going to get into a little bit about producing partners. Right yeah, now. let's get so, into some uh, inside baseball yeah, or inside Hollywood on this. Let's move on from the from the Avengers. Uh, Gabe Ginsburg from Hollywood Reporter. No, wait, is it Hollywood Reporter? Yeah, the Hollywood yeah. Um, the Hollywood THP. Yeah, the Hollywood Reporter. Would it be THR? Yeah, sorry, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on. You, sorry, you could write that inc- that correction into this time without com slash talk. Yeah, yeah I'll, actually, I'll write it in. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> so, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, longtime producing partners. I mean, we have their Gary Sanchez banner. Um, they are separating. And I, and, I, and, I, and I read this today, and I was just kind of like, like question marks just flying above my head. I was kind of like, Why? Like it doesn't. It to me was very very surprising, but then I think about it, and and, and I know you spoke about it as well. Um, with their last film, Holmes and Watson, yeah, doing just awful. But it's it's crazy. So Holmes and Watson came out days De- before December, right? Yeah, it came out in December, but also came out, I think, the same day or a day before Vice came out, which is like a Holly, which is an Academy Award nominated nominated film. film. And winning, sorry. And I don't think I don't think it actually won anything that night, but it's crazy. We'll get the I'll, correction I'll, yeah, on that. I'll get the correction on that one. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I think the writing was on the wall for a little while for this because, like, obviously, like Adam McKay's a really funny guy. Like he he's written and directed and produced some of the funniest comedies of the last fifteen years or so, right? But when you see the kind of pathway that he's going down with The Big Short and Vice. He's kind of going down his path right now, and I don't think it makes sense to have a production company that kind of originally originally started with comedies to also be producing, yes, Academy it, it, more political focused films. Yeah, it's 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 to me it's just kind of like okay, sure, whatever. And uh, to to just check, yes, they did win for best makeup and hairstyling. Okay, yes, sorry, thank so you. So that's for the I remember it was like a weird one that they won, and when I was like, really, that's the one. Anyways, um, yeah, I just found it kind of weird. I mean, I, I love Step Brothers. You know, I look back at the Anchorman film, love Anchorman one. Uh, the other guys, Anchorman two. There's so other many. Guys. There's yeah. so many movies they've they done, and uh, it's definitely. I guess kind of a bummer, but maybe it's also just time the way I look at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, just like what you're saying, like they have so many almost like throwaway comedies as well too, like get hard, Tammy. Oh God. Um, oh my the goodness. boss, like things like that. And then for every one of those, like for every five kind of forgettable comedies, I'll have like a movie like the big short that gets nominated like crazy or the vice that gets nominated like crazy. Yeah. And I just think that that's Adam McKay kind of being like, Hey, let me try and be a little bit more. Let me be serious and maybe focus on this a bit. It's more. a little bit of a rebranding, right? Yeah, so. but it, it seems amicable though. Like they seem cool with it on the surface. They put out a joint statement saying that, yeah, like, they're still friends. Yeah, we're all good. We're all friends. Like, uh, so like it's, it's just time. I'm just glad that it's 
happening like this and not having like a big media yeah, yeah or yeah, something exactly. there's surrounding nothing it, right? it's not like oh my goodness you won't believe what happened like there's no like clickbait articles about it oh i mean that i've seen that so far no no but it just it just seems kind of like like this when i saw this i'm like oh yeah that makes sense yeah sure yeah, yeah. exactly it's kind of like oh, okay cool whatever uh moving yeah. on to some box office recap here yes let's do it big one uh so we got a chance to see shazam again finally yeah finally i mean two weeks i mean here's the thing we talked about in our first kind of review in, in, on YouTube, and then we kind of like recapped it a bit um, on the on the episode, uh, and we talked about the fact that like yeah, we enjoyed it. It was really good, really funny. But I think our second viewing in IMAX, it really just up. I love. I it. love. Like honestly, like I left. Like we don't give number of reviews no, to our movies, no. right? But I left just saying, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a, that's a good movie. This is that was a good time. And my dad from the first viewing from like from the first viewing, and yes. my dad saw it with us, and he's like. This was my favorite movie the last year. Like, yeah. He he loved it, and then I'm like, oh wow, my dad really loves this, and like I obviously liked it, and the more I thought about it, yeah, I, I was really liking it. But seeing it again in IMAX with sound that was proper, you can hear it, yeah, hearing it, like seeing it on the big screen, it just it just resonated with me in a different so way, and much I, with more. you too, and it just yeah. like what a movie, man! Like just what a what a good movie. Like I I I legitimately want to watch it a third time. Uh, oh, and if you and I man. don't go see it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure like we'll we'll find a way. We'll find a way to go see it. Because man, like man. I just been thinking about it so much, so much. It was really really good, and I'm really glad it opened to fifty three point four five million. Yeah, domestic. and it's crazy that like so back when we saw it a few weeks uh, in the last week of March, it made around three million dollars from that that private that early screening that it did which yeah. is more than aquaman was surprisingly yeah um and people were predicting hey it's going to open around 35 uh, 40 i think 35 45 maybe and yeah. it's did 53 so it's doing well it's had a, has a great cinema score yeah people are loving it and I'm hoping uh, word of mouth travels i dude i just i just want to see more that's a thing yeah. you know like it, it reminds me a lot of when that like, guardians of the galaxy came out like yes obviously that had the benefit of being a marvel studios movie yes. but this just this feels like such a fun movie i almost like if if dc was trying to like restart what they're doing like i feel like this is the perfect movie to this is a good branch this, point, is, this yeah. is like a, an amazing starting point 100%. because it's like yes these characters exist in the world already and now we're just kind of showing you a different side of them, yeah right? I, I, I guess if really you really wanted to look at it aquaman technically could be the first film to start off and then right. Shazam cannot build on it because Shazam really touches on Superman, it touches on Batman, it touches on Aquaman, and even Wonder Woman. But yeah, and, and the Flash as well yeah, too. And, and the Flash, and it's kind of like now, really, you can kind of start this cinematic universe yeah. if you wanted to. And I just, I just, I just love it. I think Zachary Levi was is perfect in the role, and you know, I'll be the first to admit that I was a little skeptical when he was announced because obviously, I'll be just, the second to admit it. Just like Chris Pratt, he was a TV actor, and I only knew him from Chuck and like. Being in the Thor movies as like the recast, you know what I mean? Tangled, yeah. Uh, Tangled as well too. And he just, I just think he proved everybody like, hey, he's meant to be here. And he just, he just owned that role. And honestly, I love this movie so much. Him being killed in Thor Ragnarok was the best thing that could Yeah, he was literally him. joking around. I saw an interview that he was joking around with that. He's like, yeah, thank God I was killed off because yeah. it afforded me this opportunity to be 100%. Shazam. Huge, huge. And I mean, The Rock, who produced this film as well. Yes, he and, did. Uh, Playing Black Adam eventually in one of the upcoming films, yeah. he congratulated the team today. I think, which and was great, also, and we were hoping that he, we were literally talking we about were just this talking yesterday. About it, yeah. We we're like, I hope he does acknowledges cause, it because The Rock is a fan of movies, right? Mm -hmm. And he he's always the first to kind of put up a video saying, "Hey, congrats to this! Like you're doing something." And 
Yeah, look, sorry, I'll let you continue. He put up no, his video. No, that's it. No, that, that, was, that was great. That's yeah. all I want to say. It was, just, it was just nice to see him acknowledge it and be like, hey, I've been trying to get Black Adam made for 10 years. Yeah. And originally, this was supposed to be one movie with Shazam and Black Adam together. Which I'm so glad they didn't do And that. he's like, this isn't going to work. Let's do it in two movies. So now he said Black Adam is supposed to start next year. Fingers crossed it does. Yeah. And I would just love to see... Uh, David Sandberg come back for the sequel of this movie. I would love to see it. I'm hoping, I want to see it shot in Toronto again. I want to see it shot in Toronto again. I want to hopefully Warner Brothers gives them a little bit more cheddar cheddar to make this movie. Get oh, it done. Buddy, give that budget a little yeah. bit of a bump because 98 million ain't going to cut it. Yeah, girl. 98, $98 million and they made that. And it, and it's what it's at a worldwide gross right now about 158. Yeah, which so is that's, awesome. it's doing great. It's doing and great. I can only hope that it does better. I think it's only gonna it's only gonna go up from here. Because I mean, Aquaman, I think it debuted at 61 million and it hit the billy. It hit, it hit the billy. It hit the billy. Yeah. So I don't know if Shazam's gonna hit the billy, but I just wanted. I think if it gets to around 500 million worldwide, give me that 500 to 700. You know, um, you know, I'm cheddar cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll be I'll be I'll be so happy to see it. And I just think that I think they could do it because this movie. Um, and it, I don't want to say it looked low budget because it didn't, but it felt it felt smaller, it, which I liked. It felt though. smaller. Yeah. I which liked is, that. Though. I liked it too. But it, I could only felt imagine home-grown. like what a hundred and fifty million dollar budget will Ooh, look on the next movie, 100%. right? Or if the if the Rock, I would love to see him actually. I can't wait to see them together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I'm just they're so gonna excited. bounce off each other. They have really good charisma. Yeah, I just I'm just so excited, man. I and am and too. If, if you haven't seen our review yet, check it out on YouTube this time with or youtube.com slash this time with. Um, Obviously, we've been talking about it a lot. We, we love this movie. We love this movie. So I, I, I go out and see it. I think it's my favorite movie this year. Easily. Yeah. Right now. It's number one spot. You're clenching so your shoulders a lot. You need to like relax. I was relax. I was like I was pointing to my heart. Oh. I, I pointed too hard and my shoulders. My collapsed. big eyebrows and big my- heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go watch Shazam. Go, go watch, watch Shazam. Stop pause our podcast, yeah. watch Shazam, then come back and let us know what you thought on this time with com slash talk. Or go into Shazam and listen play to our, our podcast. Listen to our podcast. Light, nice and loud without wearing headphones. Yeah, See what be that guy. Be that guy. Uh, okay, let's talk about some trailers, Daniel. Yes. So we got a, some interesting trailers this week. Let's start with uh, The Dead Don't Die. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you not read it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dead Don't Die. Came on our left field. Uh, Adam Driver, uh, Bill Murray. Yep. Directed by a guy who I have no idea. He did Broken Flowers and he did that uh, Adam Driver film the where he's a poet, I believe. Okay. I think. Okay. Sure. I'll, I'll agree I don't with you. know his name. But it's it's great. And then I think uh, Selena Gomez in this yeah. movie. Like, there's a funny trailer. Uh, Kate, uh, not Kate Blanchett. Sorry. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Is Tilda Swinton's in this too. There's a really weird cast in this movie. And yeah. It's basically a zombie apocalypse. It gave me like the Zombie Land vibe. The Shaun of the Dead vibe. Shaun of the yeah. Dead vibe. So I mean, it looks funny. Looks great. I honestly thought I thought it was an April Fool's Day joke when I first saw I it. I thought so too. Because it dropped on April Fool- on April Fool's Day, and I was like, is this? A joke where are the end game or, tickets? Sorry, where are the end? Where the end game tickets? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks funny, so I'm, yeah. I'm down for it. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, uh, we also got our first look at Joker. Yes. What, <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> yes. Uh, he doesn't talk like that. He does not. Not no. at all. He's not a snake. <laughs> what What do you think of this movie? So, um, I think the immediate reaction that people want to have is, I hate it. This is not Heath Ledger, blah, blah, blah. But I'll be honest, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was dope, honestly. Oh, it's... okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was great. I thought it was cool. We no, thought no, it was dope. I thought it was dope. That cheddar cheese bling bling. <laughs> hey, old girl. Um, no, I, I just think that, I just think it was, it's really cool of them to, like this trailer came out literally two days before we got to watch Shazam again. I'm just like, how is DC doing this? How are they having like a family friendly movie and then having uh, a serious bi like not a biopic, sorry, like a serious 
drama performance focused movie like Joker and it's cool like if this is the direction they want to do I'm for it because what uh, Viking Phoenix is doing in this role it looks very very scary and it looks like he's really trying to make it his own too you know this movie looks really really freaky it looks like it has like the psychological elements to it. I mean, you have Todd Phillips, Phillips, right? Sorry, directing it and of the Hangover films, uh, Hangover yeah. films, um, old school fame. Yep. So you have Robert De Niro in this movie, right? Is he in the trailer though? Yeah, he's in the trailer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's like again. the talk show host who kind of like spins around. Uh yes yeah. yes yes. Um, so I mean, l- let's just see what happens. It takes place in the seventies. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm here for it. Then we have a trailer for My Spy, which. The Man. one of the two Dave Bautista trailers yes. we got this week. And one of the two that's not good. So, my <laughs> God. I was I was actually, like, very angry watching this trailer because it looks really bad. It's funny because, again, one of the two Dave Bautista trailers that came out this week. And, again, one of the two movie concepts that I feel like has been done to death. Yeah, both the films that we're going to talk about right yeah. now for Dave Bautista have been done to death. So, basically, the premise for My Spy... Is that he is a secret agent, mm-hmm. like a, a very rep- recognized secret agent, and he is reputable. Uh, reputable. Uh, sorry, yes. it was the word I was looking to get to. Um, and basically, like a kid sees him, or a kid sees, uh, I think a a crime occur, right? And then he is there, and then she finds him, right? And then they have to work together. So it's like Dave Batista working off this little girl who he's, he's supposed to be partnering up with, and it's like I feel like we've seen this so many times with like Dwayne oh Johnson, and Vin Diesel. So many, so many iterations. Of this John Cena's probably done one too. John Cena's probably <laughs> Larry the Cable guy's probably done one. As I well bet too. it. And it's just kind of like I, I didn't laugh once in the trailer, and I was just it was just this immediate groan that I had. So I don't think I'll be catching it unless it's getting some good buzz. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. And then we got our literally right before we started recording yeah, uh, Stuber. Hour before. Stuber awful name awful name awful name awful poster awful poster awful name but you know what here's it's okay before I even get into awful this trailer, every no, I'm kidding. before no, I get just... into this trailer um, there seems to be word spreading around that I'm a huge Kumail Nanjiani fan oh you're gonna talk about Kumail Nanjiani again. yeah I know okay, right wow. so here's the thing I really like the guy I mean me too. I, I, I absolutely love the guy and I know you do too uh, but again like for me like and I hate to get like super like patriotic right now but okay. it's kind of like what are you about to he's say right from now? Pakistan I'm yeah. from Pakistan and it's just like I don't see people like I've grown up my whole life seeing brown people play taxi drivers in movies or like a convenience store owner and with a super thick accent like no one has right. been authentic so to me whenever I see this guy up there I'm hella proud because oh, 100% it's it's what I want to do I want to be up there directing or I want to be up there in film you know like this is what we want to do um, so sorry about the yelling that I'm doing right now no, it's okay. but anyway Stuber he actually it's ironic he plays a taxi driver <laughs> he plays an Uber driver <laughs> and this now she tells what the movie's and about and now I'll tell you the real yeah, so he's an Uber driver he's an Uber driver and uh, Dave Batista is, <laughs> is a LAPD officer yeah, he's, a cop. he's probably the same I think it's the same universe as my spy I believe it is I yeah. think it's the prequel and it from what I understood, they didn't really, I think, discuss it in the trailer. But in the movie, what happens is that he gets laser eye surgery, I think. Okay. <laughs> and that's why he's squinting the whole time in the trailer. I don't know if you noticed this. Was that in the trailer? Did I miss that? No, but I was reading the synopsis. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's it's funny already, right? Like okay. that that idea. Like he, yeah. he, So he can't find... It's almost like a comedy version of the movie Collateral with uh, Jamie Foxx and Tom, and Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> so, but he got, so he's got laser eye surgery and he can't drive. So he orders an Uber. He gets in the Uber that's so driven it, by Kumail Nanjiani. So 
quick pause there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Uber or is it Stuber in the in the movie universe? So his name is Stu and he drives Uber. Okay, that made me hate to tell even more. I 100% agree <laughs> with you. Like that to me was like, why did you pick this name? I get why you picked this yeah. name, but why? But it, it's interesting because it also like it just feels really like product placement-y of oh, Uber as well even too, more so. right? Again, I, I don't know if we got confirmation that it's Uber but again, like we'll watch the trailer again. Right, right, right. Anyways, the trailer goes on, starts off okay, and then it gets pretty damn funny. I would say. Yeah, I laughed. I'm excited for it. Like I'm yeah. all like, comedies are are great movies to watch, especially in the movie theaters. Going back to like watching because the audience is just killing it. Because the you. audience, the audience makes or breaks that experience. Right? Yeah. So I'm excited for it. It looks yeah. Like, it looks I, it's coming on July, so they they know that it's going to be. A, I guess. Well, oh, that must have hurt your hand. <laughs> Sorry, if if anyone's wondering what just happened, I just smacked it, hit hey? my elbow really hard into my desk. Yeah. Uh, but my yeah. tears will hold the match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks uh, looks good. It looks good, it looks man. Good. Honestly, I'm excited, and I think they'll make a really good. Uh, I think they'll have, they'll have really good uh, comedic timing against one another. Yeah. Out this week, we have Hellboy, Missing Link, After, Little, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Uh, Bit of a quiet, quieter week this very week. Very quiet week. We're going to watch Hellboy. We're going to watch Hellboy. Yep. And we'll, we'll have a review up on uh, YouTube.com slash This Time With or This Time With.com. So uh, look out for that. Other than that, Daniel, Anthony, what have you been watching? Anthony's dead to us. He is dead to us. He but he's having a great time in Panama. Panama. He's watching what Panamese films are there that he could be Panami- watching? Oh, Panavision. 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 Yeah, shot in Panavision. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of films he like. I, I know whenever you and I go on a vacation, we watch films that take place in. That we try area. to. Yeah, we try to at least. Yeah, we try to. Um, so I'm wondering if you watch any Panamese films. Uh, Panamese is. I'm not sure that's correct. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Please write in and if you're from Panama, phonetically write in what. Panamese Let us know are. if that's what yeah. we would call it. But Daniel, what did you watch this week? Man, it's been a busy week. Honestly, like I feel like we because we recorded a little bit earlier last week as well. We did. Um, I feel like we've gone to watch so much. So literally, uh, I know we both watched the Twilight Zone. So we're gonna I'm, we're gonna talk about that together. Sounds good. Uh, I checked out Justice League Fatal Five, which is like the new animated film, animated direct to uh, home release. Uh, it was really good, actually. It's just actually in the style and same continuity as the Bruce Tim oh. uh, movies. And shows, as you know, like Batman, the animated animated series, Justice League, like this is all in the same continuity of that. So it was kind of cool to see these characters again. Yeah. And it was just a really well done story. Um, I really liked what they did with um, how they were kind of portraying a hero who is who does have some like anxiety and depression and some mental issues that they are working through. Yeah. And I think it was really tastefully done as well. I think so. Um, so it's definitely one I would definitely recommend to check out if you are a fan of those Gonna animated films. Yeah. Uh, I finally caught Dumbo, uh, which I have a review up now. <laughs> That's why you seem younger, not because those tickets, because you finally, saw, finally Dumbo. saw Dumbo. <laughs> um, I have a review up right now on our YouTube channel, so definitely go check that out. So I'll get into that a little bit more. But it is exactly what we kind of... Anticipated, I guess. Anticipated. Um, there's a lot to me. I watched Castaway, as I mentioned earlier on in the show. Yeah. Uh, I showed my family Halloween. Yeah. Which was like the, the 2018 Halloween movie. Yes. Um, and then immediately after, my mom was like, hey, can you grab something for the basement for me? And I just didn't want to do it. No. It was really scary. Why would you want to do that? Um, how about you? And uh, we'll save Twilight Zone, obviously. We'll save Twilight Zone, because yeah, I watched watch? that as well. I watched... Uh, Oh, I, Infinity War 2 I watched. I had Infinity War on, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched, watched it because you because you watched it. Yes. Yeah. And then I watched Spider-Verse again because I was like, you know what? Love that movie. Yep. Uh my girlfriend, one of the first films that her and I ever watched was The Big Sick. Um, which I mean we both loved. Hey, who's we, in that movie, Shay? It's Kamel Nanjiani. Okay, yeah, yeah, got yeah, you, yeah. got you, got you. Uh, Amazon Prime, if you have it, it's on there. 
watch. Give it a watch. If Definitely you already. It's really damn funny. Such man. a great. Ray it's, it's probably my favorite romantic comedy in the last comedy in the last yeah. five years. And it's, it's such a great story. And so we watched it when we first started dating, and she couldn't remember a damn thing from the movie. And right. I'm like, you know, here's the thing: if you want to stay with me, you're right. gonna have to watch this. You movie. just set the ground rules right there. Uh, right? So we watched it again, and she okay. loved it. Good. And hopefully, this time she remembers. Well, I mean, I, mean, if she, I bet she had some pressure on her to love it. She like did. That. She did. She did have some pressure. Is it Kamel Nanjiani? I love him. I love <laughs> oh, him. I love Kamel. He would play you great in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel's eyebrows. <laughs> Uh, he has great eyebrows too. He man. has great very, eyebrows. Very they are very groomed um, eyebrows. Uh, and then I finally get a chance to watch what we do in the shadows. Oh gosh! <laughs> so Shay, sorry, Shay added this to the document as WWDTS. It's a long name, man. And I was just like, man, what? What was? What's going? You had the a, first part right. What was? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got that. What was, what's going on right now, Shay? Did he just accidentally open up I, a document I slapped, and type in there? I smashed the keyboard, <laughs> and that's those letters that I got. So yeah, what we do in the shadows? The, the show. The show. The show. Based on the film by, by Taika Waititi. Yes. And he also directed the first episode. And the first episode right now is actually free on iTunes. I don't know for how long. So if you... Or in the States. In Canada, for sure. For Canada, for sure. I'm not sure about the States. I'm assuming it would be too. Yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah. But uh, if you have an iTunes membership, which is free, just go ahead, open the iTunes app, and download the first yeah. episode for free. Now, we both watched The Twilight Zone. We did. Who stars in the first episode of The Twilight Zone? It's funny you mentioned that because Kamel Nanjiani <laughs> is in the first episode. This podcast, of, the movie podcast, is brought to you by Kamel Nanjiani. I hope he listens to this podcast. I'm going to send so. this to him. Let's send it to him. Hopefully we'll, yeah, we'll the send Kamel, it This should be called the Kamel Nanjiani we, podcast. Please be on our show. Yeah. We love you. Um, we I, watched the first episode. Yeah, so the, Did you watch the second one as well? I didn't, watch it. I didn't get okay. to watch the second one. So the first two episodes are available to watch in the CBS app. Uh, here in Canada, the City TV has them up for you to watch. Um I didn't get to watch the second one, which okay. is a remake of a, a more known episode. Yes. What did you think of the first episode? You know what? I really, really liked the first episode. I mean, I guess because it's Camille Nagiani. But uh, not even just that, but it, it, to me, started off very interesting. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? And then as it started to pick up, I was like, I'm really liking how this story is playing out right now. Because it just, I, I couldn't tell really how it's going to end. And then when it does end, I'm like, oh, that's great. Really, really well done. And it... Uh, the thing is, like, show like Twilight Zone, it, it kind of carries this pressure because it's a remake. And it's coming back. Yeah. And there are so many shows that we've discussed that right. do this nowadays, yeah. like Black Mirror. There's so many shows in the vein that were inspired by Twilight Zone. Correct. That And, and I think I'm, I'm right on the same page with you where it's like these shows that have come out, and I'm not going to say they've done it better, but no. obviously because they are inspired by it, they're they're borrowing things from it and taking them further so I, I here's the thing. I really love this first episode with yes, Kuna. great, great episode. The comedian it's called. Yeah, and I loved the dark twists and turns it was he was going, and I think his acting in it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I was saying, I wish I was a little bit more uh, surprised because I guess when you when when I first heard of the Twilight Zone growing up or watched episodes of it in school or at home, my dad was a big fan of it. Um, it shocked me. Every episode shocked me. Mm. And I guess maybe because I'm a little bit more desensitized to. Knowing a shock's going to happen or a twist is going to happen, yeah, it doesn't surprise me as the much. The emotional weight isn't there as much now, right? But I do love what they're doing with just how they're telling telling the stories, and yes. like I like that it just it felt very real. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like especially the first episode, they did such a good job with it. Like I have trouble watching shows like Black Mirror because they ruin my day. Yeah, of course. They're just so heavy, and like it just it like I've tried watching a couple, and I just oh, it's hard, honestly. Like. I, I, but Twilight Zone balances that, I it, feel. It is, and it feels more like a film with a, a unique concept yes. than something that's trying to 
like really terrify you to your core. That's really trying to make you paranoid, mess or you up, whatever. or paranoid, right? Because yeah. like, yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of episodes of Black Mirror that I've I've, I've checked out. I haven't checked out every episode, no. but there are key episodes of that show that just kind of like almost like ruined me for a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for lack of a better term, where I kind of no. felt like, man, I need to. I need I need a break. Like I just need I just need a I need to get some sun. I need to take a vacation. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. I don't really look for that so much in movies or TV shows because these are my escape. Yeah, I don't want literally a, a mirror being put in front of no. me all the time. I don't right? want to escape from my escape. You know, right? Exactly. Um, and then I watched the second episode, which was uh, Terror, Terror from 30, 35,000 feet. feet. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a remake of a bunch of, and a lot of shows have done this. Even The Simpsons has done it as, yeah. a, as, as a remake and a parody. Uh, and I thought it was good. I wasn't uh, huge on the ending of it, but I but I did like the setup. Adam Scott. Yeah, I was Adam in Scott's uh, in um, this one. But right? yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm here for the show and I, I can't wait for the third episode. Yeah, I'll, we'll continue watching and we'll continue giving our thoughts here on the movie podcast. Yeah. Now let's get into the topic, topic of, of the, the show. show. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know why that got so sexy. I like it. I think we should make that into the, we should make the that theme the, for that the theme, for the segment. The theme. So the topic of the show is so Daniel and I, uh, we want to discuss basically our journey into the world of filmmaking. I feel like our our tonality of our voice kind of just turned into a late night radio show. <laughs> it did. Hey, well, welcome this is Daniel to Shea on the mic ninety eight point one, and you're listening to <laughs> Daniel and Shabazz, not the country singers, <laughs> not the, yeah, the movie commentators. Dan, Daniel and Shay. Daniel and Shay. Dan and Shay. 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 So okay, let's okay. which is a, which is a good stepping off. Which point, is I think, a good stepping off. Right? So let's let's almost want to start off with that. So Daniel, how long have I known you? Uh, since 2011. Too long. That's Anyways, a long time. what I was trying to get to the point was the first time we really got to hang out was we we both got a chance to see Gravity and Advanced Screen. You had tickets to it. Yeah. So that that was that was what I would say is our first official like real hangout because obviously we were friends and I don't think so. We were friends, man. Okay. I don't, Shay, okay, I we don't remember friends. anything we before were that day. Did I have your number even? <laughs> didn't have me saved it as a contact. I think I, I, I remember being at the theater and you messaged me saying, hey, I'm at the theater. I'm like, who's this? <laughs> so uh, I went to school at Ryerson. and Okay, Daniel, we get it. You probably won a lottery. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to school at Ryerson and one of my friends was a campus rep for Warner Brothers. So I actually ended up, uh, she posted on Facebook saying, hey, I have some extra tickets to Gravity for whatever day. Does anybody want to see them? Does anybody want them? And obviously, I messaged my who I thought was my best friend at the time, Shay. <laughs> hey man, I said, hey best friend, <laughs> do you want to? Uh, I'm like, who is this? Uh, who is this? Oh yeah, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, which Daniel is this? Ortega <laughs> <laughs> of the Slice Podcast. Shay, they haven't made that yet. <laughs> uh, he didn't even work with us yet. No, he didn't work with us yet either. Um, so yeah, we got tickets. We went to go see Gravity, and I remember us both walking away, kind of just blown away by that yeah. movie. Um, but here's the thing, like we've always shared our love of movies. Like I remember we first started talking about Blu-ray collecting and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously we always wanted to kind of jump into the world of filmmaking, right? Yeah. That's, that's our, that's our dream and that's still our dream today. And yeah. having the movie podcast, that's just all a part of that. Yeah. You know, that's just a part of us wanting to talk about movies and be in movies and immerse ourselves in this world because we love it so much. Yeah. And that's what we want to talk about. A hundred percent. Um, so we, I remember that we, we really kind of got off the ground running in terms of writing scripts or, or coming up with ideas and just trying to figure out really what what is it that we want to kind of do and how we want to do this. And there are a lot of directing duos out there. 
and there's some really great ones that you know come to mind. Obviously, like we think about Phil Lord and Chris Miller, yeah, the Russo brothers, Russo brothers, Cohen brothers, so yep. on and so on. We're not actually brothers, but you're like a brother to me. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, and we'll end the podcast right thanks, here. Man. I'm gonna uh, hold my tears back again right now. <laughs> but um, it, it's it's so great. And one of the first things that I kind of want to mention is we do all of our filming on our iPhones. Yeah, yeah, out of what we have available to us, but right. also we, we kind of made that choice. And I remember one of our earlier ventures, uh, we shot uh, a short film called The Cleanup Crew. Yes. And basically the premise of The Cleanup Crew, which has now been used in a lot of movies. Yeah. We look into this. Um, basically the premise of The Cleanup Crew was about a guy who gets sent to crime scenes after the crimes have been done, right? Yeah. And I remember when we watched John Wick and there was a whole segment of like The Cleanup Crew coming up to clean yeah. up after the messes of this. and. It was a. We made it really dark. It was very Scorsese, Tarantino s. And that was the first one we actually, we didn't actually shoot that one on the iPhone. We shot that one on your camera. Oh Canon, my god! Right? Yeah, you, we used my my we uh, used old your Canon, camera for yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, that was again like we. I I remember the process of of doing this took forever. It did, and it's crazy to think it was only like 20, 30 seconds, right? Uh, maybe like two minutes, if anything. If if anything. that, if that, if that was that. probably mostly the credits. No, mostly <laughs> the credits. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm the talking about the whole video. Yeah. yeah, you got the credits in there too. Yeah, the actual short, probably like thirty seconds yeah. long. But I remember the amount of preparation that we went into it. We had to create a finger, uh, a, a, a cut finger that we uh, we, we molded cut out from of a carrot. We molded from a carrot, and my sister <laughs> gave us her makeup to like to give it like a skin texture, a st- skin blood. texture, and everything like. And that. And then we and had we had Doritos that we had to like crunch up to create yeah. like a crime scene, and like yeah. We'll throw, we'll just, throw the pictures of that up on the, on well, the feed as well. Hopefully, too, we can the find show. the shortest. We can yeah. throw it up there. Oh, yeah, as we well. have it. We got it. Okay. Oh, we got oh, it. Oh, my Jay. goodness. Uh, and I remember, like, we, we kind of just went with the grant. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Gabby from the Slice podcast and also Samir from the No podcast that he has. <laughs> just uh, a great man. If you ever are in the Toronto Blue or Blur area, Bayview area, uh, check out Squint. Yeah. Uh, great glasses. We're not sponsored by them. We're not we're sponsored just, they're just by friends them. Of ours. <laughs> but I mean, if Samir Patel, go, t- go go give him a look. And if you haven't given it a look, it's because you're not wearing the right glasses. Damn. And he'll get you in the right glasses. I think we should look reach out to them for a sponsorship. Yeah, I think so too. That was a great ad that I just did. That was great. There, that right? was a great ad read for sure. Thank you. Our mortgage is almost paid. Almost paid. <laughs> uh, but that was yeah. a lot of fun, that one. That yes. Was, that was just great puck. Such, a, great, uh, such a fun. And I remember I remember so vividly as well, too, because we shot that one 2014. Maybe. Yeah. Or no, sorry, 2015 we shot that one. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, and obviously we've we've written and worked on stuff before that, but like I remember when we made that, like, you know, we were so excited because Batman vs. Superman was coming out. And I remember I was like, we were doing like fun edits with the audio yeah. from that. And we really wanted to make something that that made sense to how people consume media. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we started like this banner called Short Short Films. Yeah. And we still have that. Well, maybe one day we'll come back to it. But it's yeah. like it's all about these short kind of consumable. Super digestible. Super digestible short stories that we wanted to put on Instagram. And at that time, Instagram only allowed 15 seconds of footage. Yeah. Now it's a whole minute. It's a whole minute. Y'all, you you can, kids are so lucky, and we can have up to ten videos in that, right? Is it? I think you because you, you can have multiple ah, videos in that. So it's like donde esta la biblioteca. You know what I mean? Um, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like you could yeah. we could do so like you could do so much with that now on it's that true. platform and uh, vertical and uh, horizontally and yeah. horizontally. Yeah. Nice, that's amazing. Actually, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, even like before that, we we wrote a lot and we had like. So many amazing ideas, and I remember before we we came up with the moniker of of, of our of our studio, 
as you can say, yep. County Bound Classics. 100%. Before we did that, we were like, well, let's just call it Dan and Shay. Yeah. And Hold I, on now. And I remember we like, <laughs> let's just Google this to see yeah. what's going on. So we typed in Dan and Shay. And of all things for it to be a country duo, and I, this was also, I think, at the early stages of their career because they didn't really have millions of followers. They probably had a couple thousand couple thousand yeah so right? this is this is pretty early so, as well, and i remember too. just being like oh they're not gonna be big man we can just Dan take the and name Jay, yeah who we are can, they we can and them. i swear to god they're huge <laughs> they're now. everywhere man they're, I, I see them everywhere and Dude, i'm like i remember oh buying god. shoes at like sports check and like their music videos playing behind me yeah I'm like, come on man and we, we were driving around in uh, detroit and we're just seeing like uh bullet holes sorry i mean uh, uh billboards. <laughs> billboards billboards and, and bullet yeah. holes yeah uh in the billboards but like yeah it's crazy like it's just <laughs> there's they're, they're huge now and i'm I mean, maybe we can ride on their coattails. I don't know if we maybe. can, but uh, if they're listening to the podcast, yeehaw, up, partner! You know, let's—they're uh, country singers, so, yeehaw. so um, let us know if you want to, you know, collaborate. You collaborate. Know, let us shoot your next video. Yeah, um, we're like the alternate universe version of yeah, them. We're the Canadian version. Yeah, that's right. Um, but also, like under that, under our production banner of Caliban Classics, we—I would say our first kind of official movie that we made was around seven minutes long. Um, so you're not going to count insert titles yet. Yes, yeah, so that that was kind of like so insert that's titles really here. that that's a stepping off. Point, yeah, so right? that that was kind of like a, a quick little short we did, uh, just after I remember moving from my like childhood home after living in there for like twenty two or twenty three years. Grab the tissues. Yeah, I'm gonna cry a lot. This yeah, episode. this is a sad. Yeah, episode. so I, so I just remember like moving from that home, and like you picking me up and be like, hey, let's just drive around and pulled out our phones and started recording and we started just like. You were in my trunk almost for a bit, I think, of it, right? I think so, too, yeah. Yeah. Why was I in the trunk again? To get the the shot right from the back. Oh, sorry. I thought because I was crying and you didn't you want actually, to Well, me. that's majority of the reason. I, I told you it's because I wanted the shot from the back. Got you, got you. I but was yeah. like, hey, man, just get in the trunk for a minute. Yeah. Um, she has, a, like, a hatchback. So I have a hatchback. So I wasn't, like, Goodfellas <laughs> down in the trunk. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like you were in the trunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember us shooting that, and that was like that was a cool little short that we did. That's and, and, on, and I think uh, the I, the idea behind that was we wanted to create really the beginning of of what Countybound Classics yeah. is. Really, just start off with what most title credits look like. Like if we were to look at Countybound Classics as a short film in a way, like right. as as an idea, that's really what kind of started that off, right? Yeah. So we had insert titles here, and the name is that way because. There's no titles. It's yeah. just it just it's it's like the promise of it's what's our to canvas. Come, right? Yeah, it's our it's a promise of what's yeah. to come. The best way to put it. And I remember just we had a nice little song in the background. I'm, yeah. I'm blanking on the name of the song. Um, um, and then yeah, from there like that was uh, that was March, and then mm-hmm. literally a month and a bit later we started. Like I've always had like in my we have a huge note document that we kind yes. of have all of our ideas in, and one of the ideas I had in one of my note documents was about. A relationship, and I think it was called Cycles at the time. Yes, and it was just or about, seasons like, or cycles. Seasons or cycles. There was a bunch of working titles for, it, and it was just kind of like the stages of a relationship between this guy and this girl. Yeah, and we kind of started developing that and working on the shots, and that eventually turned into him, her, them, yeah. which was like our first big project that we Huge. worked on. It felt like I, when I look back at it now, that project felt. Massive. I felt the scope of it felt so big. I right? felt like we were making Avengers Endgame. You know I what was I mean? like, man, I don't know. How many cameras how, how do we, we need? To, how do we get all these IMAX these cameras I- here? <laughs> and I remember for that one, I was I was pretty much the one behind that camera for that one. I was yeah. I was your DOP. Yeah, film because I was uh, I was the actor. You were the the man of the hour. I was the man of the hour with the eyebrows. Yes, yeah, yeah you were the man with my, the eyebrows. My eyebrows got me the got me the gig. I would say that when we were looking for somebody, we said we need someone with eyebrows like you, and then we you said who, who else has eyebrows like me, and then Eugene <laughs> no, Avi. No, 
and no. it was you or Dan Levy his son or Dan Levy. They, both of them were busy <laughs> they're both busy um, but, but Dan Baptiste I'm just known for my expressive eyebrows that's right? it um, so here's yeah. the thing we, we we started I remember very very carefully we started writing that film in a way where because there's no dialogue in that movie Except for no. one line. One that line you... where I'm the bad guy in another way. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> that, oh, there's that famous line do the, again. Do the line, Daniel. Do the line, do the line Daniel. Are you kidding me right now? Do the line, Bart. <laughs> um, but yeah, you we, we wrote down basically these, these shots that we wanted to kind of do. So it was really just a storyboard that we kind of had. And from there, we went in so much to the point where it's like, okay. We casted some of our great friends in it. Yeah. And uh, I mean... First of all, huge shout out to them. Thank you so much for for allowing for, for I guess letting us be creative. Yeah, and I think it, it, even when it comes back, like to even to everything that we've done from there and like this podcast, it's just it's always like it's really cool to see when when people kind of show up for you. You know yeah. what I mean? It could even be people that you may not have connected with in a while. It's just it's always I always love having like those people must be like, hey, I saw this, it was great, great work, or yo, I love what you're doing, keep it up, and it just. It's nice because even though you may not have friends that kind of are in the same circles right now, like evolving, uh, revolving in the same circles, it's, mm. it's cool to see that you still have people out there who are supporting the supporting hustle. You know? you know what I mean? It's nice to see. It's it's, it's absolutely fantastic, and I and I love that we got a chance to do that film because it. And please go to YouTube.com, search up him her them film Caliban Classics. However you want to type it in. And we'll probably post a link somewhere. Yeah, we'll, we'll post, post a little links short up clips and, of it. Uh, and we'll have on the Instagram too a little uh, uh, sneak peek. Yeah. in the in the post. But yeah. yeah, we'll check it out on the grams. And if one of my favorite scores by Josh Michael. Yeah. Uh, who you know provided these? I, mean, I still remember. So let, let's talk about this this the, the score, scoring process. Sorry. The scoring. So I remember. If you guys don't know how films are made, obviously yeah. at the end of the day, like you need music in them. And yeah, Dan and I are, are, are sticklers for. We want that to be original as possible, right? Right, and both of us, like, we both have like music backgrounds, like yes, uh, like I, I, I've composed for movies before too, but with this movie too, like, we didn't want to wear all the hats, right? No, and like Josh Michael, or, uh, my cousin Josh, like, oh, oh okay, yeah, that, he's your cousin, he's my cousin. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is a family show. Yes, uh, Josh, like my cousin, he's we've always worked on music stuff together, so right. uh, we literally, I remember he was going to do the score for us, and we were literally planning like, hey. This is our night to work on this. We're going to do this however long it takes. We're going to get this done. Yeah. And we literally go inside. We go downstairs to his room. And he's he literally has a saxophone out. Yeah. And he's just playing this awesome, awesome riff, riff on the saxophone. Amazing. And we literally get down there. And we're just like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop. What is that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is this thing I'm working on. And literally... We're like, okay, that was that was amazing, and then we, we he closed that project, opened up another project, and then we started working on. So we tried to find the sound of something else, and, and I and remember, I remember you went to the washroom. Oh, and you came back downstairs. After. That's very specific because I, I just remember you coming back downstairs. Yes, I and you're that just part like, too. can we hear that other thing you were working on? Yeah, and then we heard it, and then we put it. We play. We're playing the movie in the background, and we were just like, whoa, this this is it. This is it. This is, yeah. there's nothing else. And Josh was so conful to, to give us that song that he was working on for it. And it's what a, what an iconic song that it's, was. For it's that. absolutely iconic. The, the, the riff that kind of kicks in. And I, I know he's working on a remix for it. Some year it'll come out. One year. Maybe for the 10 year anniversary. He played, he played this remix of that, of that version from, of that, of that theme. And I was like, man, I can't the wait to hear this. Mix. The Fuego mix. And I can't wait to hear it one day. 
uh, not like a leaked version of it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm so here's the thing: when we're Daniel and I are making movies, we we're always consistently listening to music while while writing, while directing, For while editing, and it's really the inspiration behind the song that's kind of like fueling this movie for us. So as we're going along, nothing that I think we were playing or even remotely using was what we ended up using. Like, it didn't even match, I feel. No, and, and with the thing, too, is like we wanted to be able to make this project ours 100%. And we didn't want, as much as it would be cool to use a licensed song or to use a song that like we were kind of using while editing this. Yeah. It didn't, we didn't, we didn't want to do that and then not be able to post it somewhere or not be able to send it somewhere because it wasn't ours. Yeah. And plus we're using like our own money for this, obviously. So yeah. we don't have this budget of like, Oh, let's pay for the rights. Of this no, song. Josh, <laughs> Josh just gave us like, Hey man, we'll, we'll buy you lunch. Yeah. <laughs> hey Josh. <laughs> I think we sell him lunch for that. I think. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're good. No, nah, he's dead. That's not. Oh, Damn. Yes, he does. The, he literally does the intro music for this very podcast. He does, yeah. <laughs> Josh, I mean, like, I, I will never say this to his face, so he'll have to hear this in the podcast, but I truly appreciate him, and he's done so much for us. Why wouldn't you say that to his face? <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like he'd have a smug look on his face yeah. when I'd say it to him. Like, he'd be like, thanks, man. Yeah. And I know that sounds, like, very sincere. That sounds so wholesome. That does sound very wholesome. But, Josh, if you're, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, uh, thank you so much for all that yeah. you've done for us, because you wouldn't be here. We couldn't. Yeah. And then not even just with the music, but like on the days of shooting, he's oh, yeah. there and helping out. He's, he's wearing many hats as well too. He's, so. he's, he's too, too many hats, I would say. Too many hats. Like take off. And he hats hats. He hates hats. I've, like I've hats. physically never seen him wear a hat. Yeah, he won't do it. No, he won't do it. His hair. His, contract. his hair. His hair is uh, yeah. untouchable. Um, yeah, and then from there, we literally were like, "Hey, we <laughs> we conquered." That was in July of 2016. Yes. We're like, "Hey, we conquered that short film about six minutes." Let's actually try working on our epic crime drama. And and what's what's funny about this is we we've always wanted to do crime. Not like literally oh, commit a crime. On. Yeah, okay. <laughs> film a crime based <laughs> okay. film. Thank and you. we've had all these amazing ideas and we've written out so many things and I we'd know we'd be that great criminals, honestly. We'd, we'd be, be great, fantastic criminals. We'd be great criminals. And before we even I think did that, we have obviously our, our short, short mini series that we did, Red and Blue. Red and Blue, yeah. Red and Blue. We were also again part of that short, short film series yeah. red blue and just then very red, blue. Vi- again very visual focus set to music like it's just very us yeah and right? it was just it was it started off as camera tests to a point where we we're like that's kind of cool let's yeah. just put it out there it's very in the moment and very in works, the moment you know? and and i remember like sometimes there before we were going to go watch a movie and yeah. again it's just pure love and heart coming from us but um yeah we, we we finished him or them and then we were like well let's, let's take it a step further let's make a big movie yeah when we say big movie, we're like, let's do a 10-minute movie. Right. Or we're like, six hey, minutes. this will probably be 8 to 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I think the final runtime for Intent ended up being like 24 minutes. 24 minutes, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because like when we think about how Intent started as well, too, it started in the most random of ways where our friend Lynn was showing us yes. her vacation we videos. House, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were, she, like, we were, like, she was showing us her vacation videos. Yes. And then um, there was a shot of like a... a camera of a door and the camera kind of moving away and the people it was just a re- pull shot from the yeah. right from the door right from the door then kind of revealing who was in frame and that literally and then when lynn went home that night we're like that shot let's go back and watch that and we literally just started writing okay who's at that door what do those people want and that literally ended up being even when we were marketing intent the main that was the focus that was like the marketable that was the commercial trailer yeah. shot. you know what i mean of like look familiar like yeah at the door and it's just it's just so fun again we had such love and support from our friends with that movie and our families being a part of it. Uh, we had our friend Feroz in there. We had our friend Natalie in there. Yeah. We had 
Our friend Nicole in there. Yeah. Josh was in there as well. Too. Josh was in there too. Again, wearing yeah. multiple hats. Josh Michael. He was wearing. He was. He played Lonely Lionel, and then he also did the score for the movie. He also did some uh, audio work for and us. He did in some terms audio of work as well too. Like so. Mic, yeah. Like we've been. We're, and, and and yeah. Good friend of the show and co-host Anthony. Dang. Did uh you know before this all kind of really started he he was one of our boom mic operators he as well. was on intent and he and he's almost I guess you could say in a way a script supervisor in some form. for sure and even I remember on intent because like, we've been friends with Anthony forever for right? too long as well um he he gave him special thanks in intent as oh sorry in uh, him her them as well too yeah yeah so like even though Anthony wasn't directly making the projects with us he was always he was our, always behind he was, the scenes he was with us. always like our our guru you know what and, I mean? the, the guy we went to and to just quickly do a little like a small Cole's notes of Anthony's work yeah. Anthony's in a lot like he's in a lot of commercials yeah. he even did uh, I remember a documentary about it's called We Are Politics it was actually in theaters yeah. about uh, the Hillary Clinton not not the first, not not the second time when, when the she first went time she was running. The first time when she was going right, against yeah. Obama, and right? Then he, and she, and she, uh, he's worked on other political campaigns as yeah. well too. Uh, he's worked on other short films, so obviously we'll let him speak for him like no. more. No. No, 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 no. This was his time. He uh, missed out because he's in he Panama. Panama. Uh, but yeah, so Anthony, that's Anthony's always kind of been our spiritual Spielberg. Guru, our Spielberg. He's been our Spielberg. He's been, he's been our Spielberg, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. Whether he likes it or not, um, but. So intent. Let's talk about intent because this project was massive, huge. Yeah, it it started off as again like we were writing it and we were thinking of these ideas and I and I, what I love what we do is we we go location scouting. We try to find these places and a huge shout out to Samir, uh, not the first Samir that I mentioned, but another Samir, <laughs> another Samir, yeah, who. It just fate was like, hey guys, is anyone shooting a movie? <laughs> like, why would someone ask at, that question at that time of the year in in February? Yeah, he like he just says, hey guys, because I I just have this mansion that's available. He has a mansion, literally. It's 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 it's, no, it's literally a mansion. It's literally a mansion. And yeah. it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous house. And I remember when he when when he gave us the address for it. I'm like, oh, that that's close to an area that like has this really nice house. I wonder. It's if also it, nearby. I us wonder in if a it, way. so. And it's nearby us. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if, if it's near that house. Yeah. And it literally ended up being that house. That house. And I remember when I like when I was showing our friends and like my family, like, yeah, this is where we're shooting, by the way. And they're like, you're shooting there. What's the budget for this movie? They're like, it's house is immaculate. Yeah. And like he literally gave us the key. Somehow, yeah. and I remember when we were trying to like storyboard. So after the script process, because yes. that that was a long period of us <clears> literally <throat> going from the whiteboard to us putting to script form to beats, doing all that stuff. Right yeah. when we started like kind of blocking the scenes out, like okay, we'll shoot this in my house, and we'll shoot this at your house, and maybe we'll shoot it at this friend's house. Yeah, and then fate intervened and is like, hey, why don't you shoot at this mansion instead? Oh my god! And it's just that that's probably one of my favorite days. That's probably my favorite day of shooting. Not to, not against any of the other days, but we had three full days of shooting on yes. this movie, and the second day, uh, the Saturdays when we shot the the basically the end of the movie, the third right. act, and it was a big shootout scene and a lot of action, a lot of drama, and then I was being interrogated in one of the scenes. Yes, it was a cold day. It was yeah, it was a cold day. Like we'll we'll have to we'll we'll put the movie up somewhere for people to check it out. They're interested because yeah. it's just. I'm so proud of that movie. I'm very, very proud of that film. And it's, and again, huge shout out to all people that helped us yeah. do this movie. And supported us and put up with all of our Instagram posts and everything like that. It's it's crazy to think that, that we shot that two years ago. Two years ago. And the editing took a year. Yeah. And, it and, was such a big beast. And and that's the thing. Like, yeah, like we were kind of, we went into it like, yeah, we're going to shoot this in, uh, in March. 
and then we'll have it done by April. And realistically, if we really wanted to, maybe we could have, but also... It wouldn't have been our best work. It, w- it wouldn't have been what it was supposed to no. be. And I'm so proud that we premiered that movie a, literally almost a year after we shot it. A year to this date as well. Or o- almost, yeah. Almost, it was, yeah. Uh, in it was March, March. We did, right? yeah. But I'm so proud that we screened it when we did, and it wouldn't have been that movie if we had it done Didn't that. take the time. You know what I mean? Because we literally editors writers producers we learned visual effects for this movie yeah. you know, we did all the audio work for this movie which which is the first time also that we yeah. were we went from making a film that was purely visual with no audio to a film that was secondary audio source you had all these different elements that were kind of coming into play here yeah this movie was so much bigger than we started off with it was it it, it became an exploded like to a huge scope and we're definitely gonna post it up uh so everyone can see right now it is private for links right um but I, yeah i think it's it's about time for everyone to kind of see yeah, it it's time see, for see people what we've to, done. to see what we've done because it's just i'm so proud of it and like even like it's 100 percent shot on phones I'm iphone like, 7 plus iphone 7 plus we shot it on like and i think the biggest compliment that we've gone from people like it's like wow that didn't look like a movie shot on a phone it's also a hard r as well I oh give, it's a hard uh, r for yeah i sure. want to give people a heads up yeah. i remember writing this film we we're like do we like not swear in this one i'm like no if, if and here's the thing we've talked about this a lot if a scene calls for swearing swear yeah 100 percent. we're we're very much of that like we're not we're not hiding from swearing or anything like that no. but we also don't want to use them without having a reason for that right you know what i mean we want to earn that we yeah. want to earn that that f word there we want yeah. to earn that use of a word there right so fudge fudge yeah fans of fudge for sure yeah lots of fudge in that movie yeah um but yeah like i'm honestly like like Shay, i'm so proud of the work that we did on that and i'm for the people who have seen it and like we've entered it in some places as well too mm-hmm. um regardless of of i guess how it stands now like i i still look back at that and like see what we did and i was like I'm blown away that we did that. Yeah. And it feels almost like a lifetime ago. I can't yeah. wait to see what we do next. You know? And we're always working on things. We're People always, are always we're, asking. We're always working on stuff. You like, know? hey, are you guys writing something? And I mean, I know that this time with in the podcast, they definitely do take a lot out of us. Obviously, we're also working jobs. For sure. But we can't wait to start something new. Yeah. We're, we're, it's, it's, it's always on our minds. It's always something that we are have cooking or brewing in the background because – the movie podcast, and this time with, again, like we said at earlier on when we were talking about this this topic, is that these are all because we love movies, and this is what we want to do with our lives. Yeah. So if you made it this far in the episode, thank you, because you're only giving us that kind of positive reinforcement that this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, like, I remember, like, throwing out a quick analogy here, like... Oh. Chase is bracing himself. Uh, water bottles. Yeah, I remember. For anybody listening to this again, I don't know who was listening to who made it this far because this is a, we're running a bit longer than usual. Yes. But I remember when I first started uh, the University of Guelph, and I got accepted there for music, and I was one of my first friends to get accepted into university in 2011, and be like, I know exactly what I want to do, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is my path, and this is where I'm supposed to be, and literally two days or three my third day of the program i was like i gotta go this Mm -hmm. is not for me and part of me and my parents were like are you sure you don't want to stick it out is this not like this is what you wanted to do and you're giving up already and it's like i don't know i think there's something in me and and, in both of us that it's like when we know where we're supposed to be and i think we know what we need to do to be there so the best decision i ever made was 
leaving that school. Again, nothing against the program or the school, but by me leaving that school is what led me to transfer to the job that I am now to meet you, Shay. Mm, yeah. And that kind of snowballed everything from there. And I was able to go to Ryerson and f- uh, focus on an area like film and television and audio production and learn these skills so we could also have these kind of tool sets with us. And you went to school for, for television as well, too. Yeah, and, advertising. Yeah. And advertising. So yeah. it's, you know, I think just everything as cliche as it sounds sometimes and as cliche as it is to say it's cliche i think everything does happen for a reason sometimes right so i'm so glad that we're here and we're able to talk about it and i hope this isn't coming off as pretentious as all of us kind of talking about our own journeys but you know this is what our seventh episode now so it's time for you guys to know us i I want i want people to who's listening just to know who we are i think really the the, and again we are going a bit longer but i think this episode really isn't about us it's about the people that have gotten us here. 100%. Because without the people that are listening to this, without the people that are supporting us, without people that are, you know, watching our movies or asking us for what we're going to write next, we wouldn't be doing this or wouldn't be here even. Yeah. I mean, if we put out him, her, them, or if we put out cleanup crew and people were just like, stop, stop, or <laughs> just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. That was cool. But like, it, like getting the message from people and obviously like there comes, there, there is a, I don't want to say ego to it, but. You need, and it's in a world where you are being creative, you need to have people saying, do more. Yeah. Because if you're not hearing that, then it's one of those things where it's like, should I be doing this? Should I continue on? But hearing people and people being like excited for us and being happy hearing, like, oh my God, they work on this or this is what they're doing. Like, it's really cool to see that. Like, it makes, it makes me feel like we've made the right choice. And going back all that time of me leaving, like, it's, it's like, validating that decision you know i agree 100 percent. so that was our show today yeah i'm gonna try not to cry again at the end <laughs> i know please don't cry it's getting a it was a very uh i think an emotional episode in some yeah, form for sure for sure um and obviously we'll have all our links posted up uh again that was Calibound classics that's the name of our production yeah. company we're for gonna, we're gonna all put our short films uh and this time with obviously as you know we love talking about films on there Definitely. we have our dumbo review is up on there too so that's this time with.com or yeah. youtube.com slash this time with again you have those corrections again why i challenge you to find something that we said wrong if we've made a mistake i swear to god wrong. if somebody writes in that says daniel you were wrong to leave guelph I am or how dare you how dare you <laughs> uh, this time with dot com slash talk it is a uh, it's a Google Doc really it is so sometimes it does say it should it should work it should Every, work? everything should be working now I, we again spoke with Josh oh, <laughs> everything nice. should be working but if you do get like a warning that says hey what are you doing hey this website trying to steal credit card information it's true it's we true are. We, we do need to pay our more how do you I'm think you. we fund this show. <laughs> Um, no, hey, continue. You'll be able to send the doc, uh, writing questions there. Speaking of questions, oh, next week's show, yes, um, is it about? all about Star Wars because <laughs> Star Wars celebration is happening next week. So Friday by the time, to Sunday, right? Yeah, Friday to Sunday. So by the time we record next Sunday, Anthony will be back. Send us your Star Wars themed questions. We'll have the name hopefully for episode nine, and probably we'll have a trailer reaction by Let's then as well too. Hope. Yeah, let's hope. A new hope. Oh, damn. What if it's called The Last Hope? Or An Old Hope. Do you think hope is going to be in the title at all? Here's, no, my, here's my prediction. I don't think so, actually. Because the first movie is called Star Wars A New Hope. What if this one's called Star Wars Episode Nine: A Last Hope? I'm making that prediction right here on April 
7th at 10.40 p.m. Oh, wow. That is my prediction. Give them all your information. Why not? Uh, my credit card number is 445. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're definitely going to talk about some Star Wars. So if you have some Star Wars-related questions, send them away. Maybe uh, we'll answer that question that we got. No, for Miguel, yeah. yeah shout out to Miguel. Jedi, we'll de- probably definitely talk about it. Yeah, we will. Probably definitely. Probably definitely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Thank <laughs> you.